Hi, everybody. Welcome to Infinite Horizon. Um, we are here with our 16th episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I know it should it should at some point stop surprising me because, you know, it surprises me one week and then the next week it's one more. So, you know, mm-hmm. like you'd think that. But no. It'll always be surprising. It'll it's always be surprising. Creating content is a startling experience. It's very weird. Anyway, uh, hi, everybody. Um, so first and foremost, um, unfortunately, we will not be joined by Olivia tonight as she is feeling a little under the weather uh, and thought it would be best to opt out of this one. So uh, Olivia, who is theoretically watching, we miss you and... Uh, feel better. Feel better soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but... On a similar note, we also have with us our very first guest player for Infinite Horizon, Lily. Lily, hello. Hi, guys. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I'm excited. Thanks I'm, for No, me. I'm excited. You're going to be pumped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we we met uh, Lily at Gen Con, and uh, we've been- oh, Gen Con. Yeah. <laughs> we've been itching for an opportunity to continue playing games together, and uh, well, here we are. So- um yeah i get to bust out this new overlay that is almost the same as the old overlay just (laughs) slightly different (laughs) (laughs) it it is no it's funny the thing about the overlay right is it is criminal how like not particularly noticeable the differences are for how much we went through to get there (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) cannibalized the old overlay (laughs) to make this one yeah, this is, is my beautiful Frankenstein. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, yes. So, thanks, Lily, for being here. Welcome. Um, Thank you for having me. I think, for the sake of this, we're just gonna go ahead and get started. Unless anybody can think of anything that they directly want to. No. Okay. Uh, I will because I, I can't wait. But just a reminder: these exist. Yes. Infinite Horizon shirts. You can get them now at the merch store. It's mine is hypothetically in the mail, and I hope I receive it soon. <laughs> Same here. Yeah, my, they're very comfortable. They are. They're, they're very say. nice. Um, yours might take a bit to get to you, and you may not get a shipping confirmation because I didn't. Mine just sort of showed up one day. So, surprise. Surprise. <laughs> anyway, so it, so it goes right now. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. All right, let's uh let's get this show started. How about that? Yes. we're back sorry that took me a second because i accidentally uh i unmuted everybody and then i remuted them so that so we're good now everybody's everybody should be audible silence players (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, all right. Well, previously on Infinite Horizon. Um, oh, my gosh. Oh. Dark Roulette, thanks for the follow. Um, thank you so much. All right. I'm going to move away from paying attention to OBS and the chat. So hopefully everything goes smoothly. Um, yep, we're good. Sorry. I I had to, I we had such a like stressful beginning to this this stream that I had to like I had to double check that we weren't dropping frames, which we are not. So I just it's just my own paranoia. Anyway, previously on Infinite Horizon, um, <clears throat> having discovered the traitor amongst their group as their very own doctor, Abriel, um, there were a lot of conversations that took place uh, in in the aftermath of that whole uh, stressful event in space, um, most of which centering around what to do now that Abriel has been revealed to be working for Silverbreak. Um, there were a lot of really great character moments, most of which I will not do them the injustice of attempting to summarize them here. Um, but when it came down to it, uh, the crew eventually decided that they would try to, given that what they had learned about Abriel and the leverage that Silverbreak had over her in the form of her sister being held uh, at, for uh, captive, basically, um the crew decided that the best course of action might be to give Abriel a, a chance to uh, to break away from, from her corporate shackles um, by offering to assist in the rescue of her sister, eventually. Um, now, that conversation mostly got left off with Abriel actually accepting, um, at least being willing to try, and uh, with her starting to draw up some ideas and uh, everything, basically take down everything she knows about the location her sister is being held. But in the meantime, um, as repairs were finished on Awakener, the crew proceeded with their original assignment, which was uh, to rendezvous with a once well-known and noteworthy professor of archaeology, of exoarchaeology, uh, one Alessandro Tonoris. Um, in a back on a backwater world in the in the border worlds region of the galaxy, um, where upon arrival, they uh, they met with with Doctor Tenoris, who uh, <laughs> who seemed to take after a little bit of uh, reminders, a little bit of reminder, uh, re realized who who these newcomers were, and uh, asked for their help. Uh, stating at the very end, how much experience do you have with pirates? So, <laughs> that's where we left off. Um, we'll pick up exactly right there in that moment. Um, as oh. Tenoris um, <laughs> sort of looks expectantly, sort of wide-eyed uh, between all of you. Would Bina have ha actually had any experience with... It's, avoiding pirates at the very least like that would be very likely very Ooh, likely. okay cool yeah i i would say that that the chances of that are very high um space trucker <laughs> versus pirates <laughs> i'd watch that movie yeah um 
He sort of looks around. None? Some? A little bit, maybe. Yes. Maybe. Well, um... Experience avoiding them. Not so much 1v1 I see. conversationalist. Well, as it turns out, it's actually um, not avoiding them that I, uh, that I have uh, need of your help with. Uh... Uh, sit, sit down, sit down, sit down. I have, uh, I'm sorry. Okay. I, <laughs> uh, and he uh, finishes clearing off some, some seats and uh, settles himself down before frowning and looking around and says, uh, Would any of you care for some tea? Yes, please. Tea? Uh, sure, yeah, yes, thank you. All right. Uh, he stands up and uh, begins bustling around the room, uh, mostly talk, muttering to himself like... Uh, as he's going about uh, making tea. At one point, probably also maybe speaking to the kettle, but it's hard to tell. It's not. It's difficult to hear. Um, as you all are sort of left to sort of look around the room, um, you, you see a number of uh, artifacts. Actually, you know what? Olam and Bina, you would recognize some of the some of the technological artifacts that he has sort of mounted on the wall in some places or in some cases even just sort of on like on a table um just hanging out just <laughs> yeah like on a table on top of uh like several like hand sketches of them um with notes drawn on or notes written on the uh, on the sketch themselves um and you would recognize these as being very remarkably similar to in in the uh, in the design of the technology to the conduits. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is he still in the room? Yeah, it's okay. it's a very small place. Like it's it's pretty okay, much it's, it's like, like a studio apartment kind of place. It's yeah. How did you get your hands on these? And she's kind of like has her like her face like really close to some of them mm-hmm. on the on the table. He looks up and says, "Huh? What's that? Oh, oh, uh, yes, that's um some technology that I uh, scavenged from some of my sites. Sh- surely you n- knew I was studying the the astrophel, yes? <laughs> does that does that yes. word re- does, is that word familiar to us? Or? It would be mostly familiar to Olam. Um, Dina will say yes regardless. (laughs) (laughs) Um, although, although that, the, that, the proper name is probably only really familiar to Olam, all of you would be familiar with the concept of the, of, um, an ancient species that lived long, long ago who are largely credited with the creation of the conduits, um, who long before any of the current civilizations came to rise, um, had disappeared. Um, yeah. That, can, like, can you say the name of them again? The Astrophel. Cool. Okay, yes, but like... Oh, my apologies. I assumed that uh, you had been fully in in fo- briefed on t- on this on everything uh, well he kind of glances back towards the towards the stove wire top. isn't exactly chatty he says, 
No, that was an impression that I certainly got. Uh, you there, and he kind of points to, to Mason. He says, would you mind terribly keeping an eye on, on the on the water? I, I just, I don't want it to boil over. This has happened before. I accidentally started a fire last week when I got distracted with my, with my work. But, uh, yes. Oh, I got it. Thank you. And he steps over to where Bina is examining the, uh, the te- ancient technology. As he looks, he kind of he picks it up gingerly and looks and sort of turns it so that you can see kind of the at various angles. Mm-hmm. He says, "Yes, the the uh, the astrophel. They are the uh, the species that once populated. Well, frankly, as far as we are aware, more of the galaxy than we are even able to." Uh, to explore ourselves, uh, they are crea- credited with creating the the conduits that we use to travel from place to place, and uh, some of several of their ruins have been found on various worlds across, well, all sectors, all currently explored sectors of space. And I am current. I I am something of a, well. I wouldn't necessarily call myself an expert, but certainly someone uh, who has dedicated a significant portion of their lives to studying them, and who, frankly, should be receiving grants for... Uh, my apologies. I have a tendency to go on. It's a bit of a sore spot, really. Um, that's not really important at the moment, though. So I'm out here studying uh, the, uh, the civilization and uh, trying to find out exactly the truth behind all... Between, behind... Well, who they were, what happened to them, where they went, and all of that. And uh, these artifacts that I believe you are aware of, yes? Yes. Yes, these these artifacts are, are I believe, to be uh, some sort of ancient technology. Not sure exactly what it is, uh, but I believe it to be, well, theirs. So, uh, yes, the, these are these are some of the, well, some of the things that I've taken away from sites, from some of my uh, excavation sites, to, well, examine, see what I can learn. Hmm. As you are no doubt aware, it is terribly difficult to get you know, to get one's hands on any kind of technology, even remotely related to the conduits, thanks to yeah. our, their uh, their guardians, the the caretakers. That's why I was intrigued, but they're not f- from conduits. Uh, no, as far These as I can tell, sites. yes, as far as I can tell, the nothing huh. here is related to the conduits other than by its origin. But, but that's exactly what I'm here to find out. Uh, everything I can. That checks out. Where are the cups? He says. <laughs> Oh, right, tea. And he, like, walks over and he uh, starts, uh, he says, oh, just just up there, that cupboard there. And, uh, yeah, the two of you kind of begin, he's sort of beginning to sort of set out the tea and uh, with Mason's help. Uh, and eventually the two of them bring over the, the tray. Smells good. Uh, quite. It is uh, one of my favorites that I brought from home. Although, and he kind of, like, looks, looks over at the tin and says, I seem to be running a little low. Oh. So, um, ah, yes, pirates. That's that's where we were. Uh, well, as, as you know, I, I've been studying these these artifacts and these this technology, but 
Well, the truth is, I've never actually seen one of these artifacts. I know of their existence, and uh, I've studied them and everything that is written about them, but I've never actually gotten my hands on one. That is, until recently, I, I've, I encountered someone who was, who was selling one of these artifacts. I'm, I frankly doubt she had any idea what it was, but, uh, but I was able to, uh, to secure a, 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 a barter. Uh, so I am supposed to go and meet this person, and today, actually, uh, just a little over, uh, over two hours or so, and uh, make the exchange. Where? Oh, not On far. On planet? Yes, yeah, not far from here. Oh. Uh, the, the the thing is, I'm a little bit... Uh, well, uh, I've never dealt with pirates before, and I'm not sure what to expect. Uh, I think the trend is that you can't expect anything, so you might be on the right track. Good, good, yes. Well... Regardless, it would be good to have some backup. Backup? Yes. Uh, just, you know, just in case. And, uh, well, perhaps then uh, I can help you find, with this artifact, I can perhaps help you find some of the answers that, uh, that Wire said you were looking for. I mean, yeah, sounds like a pretty direct route to... Maybe more questions, but hopefully yes. we're at least going in the right direction. Oh yes, yes. the the, na the very nature of academia is questions. We really most would assume that it is the search for answers, but the reality is, it's often much more fulfilling to search for more questions. I couldn't agree more, Professor. He kind of looks at you, and he smiles, and he says, Yes, says, you have the look of uh, someone who uh, might be a bit of an academic yourself, is that correct? Uh, oh, I'm flattered. Yes, absolutely. Uh, what is it now? Eleven years at the University of uh, uh, Anzalon Three. Ah, yes. A, a career student. Excellent, excellent. It says, there's... I've never understood the push to uh, leave the world of studying and academia. It's... Well, quite frankly, there's so much to learn all the time. Why would we try to limit such things? I, I, I felt the same way. I, it was a rather forceful push that brought me here. Hmm. Yes, I can I can see that. I... Uh, <laughs> Certainly, uh, I could say the same about myself. <laughs> you know, I, I believe, I seem to recall, I, I've spoken at the university, at, uh, at, at Anzalon Three, well, several times in, over, the, over the last century or so. Um, most recent time was, he kind of like, seems to kind of cast around, hmm... I want to say five years ago, perhaps. I say I I do recall. I remember that I couldn't make that lecture and, and. Well, that. My missing that is one of the reasons I'm happy that I get to finally meet you now. 
Well, thank you. I, I'm, I don't often get uh, <laughs> greeted with enthusiasm <laughs> uh, so much as with uh, vague dismissive neutrality. He kind of like looks around, kind of like towards the door and, uh, and like looks in the direction of the town. He says, regardless, um, uh, well, uh, w what do you think? Do you think this is something that you might be able to help me with? I kind of like glance at everybody, like it kind of like I don't. She, she's <laughs> kind of shrugging to the party, uh, to the crew. <laughs> you look at Mason. He's just like. Were <clears throat> <laughs> 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 you looking? At, yeah, let's go. I, say, I think so. It yeah, it's the, the the what I know about pirates, which is all hearsay and maybe stereotypes, is that. There could be some sort of ambush or double cross or some sort of danger going on here. Yes. In, in not to say that that d dissuades me from accompanying you. In fact, I'm happy that we can be here to offer the safety that we can. But have have you sp spoken extensively to these people before? What would you What do you know about them? Well, I know they are pirates. I. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, Know Check. that the yeah. the one that I spoke with was one um, Captain Desiree, uh, and she seemed like a reasonable sort. Perhaps I don't know. I didn't speak with her very much. Uh, not not beyond uh, making the arrangements. Well, I think. As long as we're all on the same page about uh, being wary and and observant and and uh, being ready to flee when it looks like things are out of hand, then I think we're on. Excellent. So weird. I'm kind of excited. I've only ever encountered pirates in like ship v ship. Mm -mm. Fun to meet one, huh? Yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah. It mm. does serve a a fascinating opportunity to well have a new experience if you don't mind my asking um what are you trading to them in return for the artifact oh uh, uh currency uh, credits credits okay yes i was i, I was able to sorry to pry oh no it's it's a reasonable question to to ask um, so, um, I have a few preparations to make, uh, here. If you need some time yourselves to, um, well, make ready, I, I, uh, I won't begrudge you that. Um, you're welcome to stay, of course. I, I just need to gather a few things. Is it, like, within walking distance, or are we taking a shuttle? Oh, I have, uh... I have a uh, some ground transportation that we can take to the location. Oh, oh good. Excellent, excellent. Uh, and he sets the, sets his tea down absently and just immediately, like, uh, <laughs> you get the impression that uh, in his mind there was never tea. Uh, there was no tea. He's just immediately on to the next thing as he starts, like, <laughs> bustling around, starting to grab things and pack stuff away. Um, occasionally picking something up, putting it in the bag, then going... No, no, that's ridiculous. And he sets it back down and just starts 
I kind of look. I say, uh, should we grab what we need from the ship and come back here? Yeah. What do you What do you need? I guess I've got everything. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. At this point, I just turn and watch the professor yeah. putter around. Peach sort of leans forward and says, um, this mention of pirates has me a little nervous. I think maybe it's a good idea if I go back to the ship and stay, stay there, uh, just in case. Oh. I mean, I've heard a lot of stories about the border worlds, and we've only been here a couple of hours an hour and already they seem to be true so <laughs> maybe it's a good idea if at least one of us stays back with the ship just in case yeah if Fair you want enough. to no one is um ship is currently um without any pilots because as as far as i know alma's not linked in anymore uh yeah. Well, so just hang hang in there. At, at the very least, if anybody comes on board the ship, I can always put them down for a nap. There you go. Mm. Okay. All right. Good luck. Um, you too. Be careful. Um, and always. <laughs> Never a day in our life. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, Peach will uh, depart, returning to Awakener. Um. After Hi, Olivia. <laughs> uh, after a few more minutes, um, Professor Tenoris um finishes packing up and says, "Right, I think that is everything." And he, you see him holding like another stack of like, uh, or another like uh file. So he holds it up in front and then looks around and says, "No, no, no." Much too valuable. And he leaves them down. And as he sets them down, you can see this the, as the file like flops open. And you can see a bunch of like uh, hand sketches of like what looks like it's hard to tell the scale of whatever is drawn, but it looks like it might be s- some impossibly large ruins. Um, but it's like again, I said it's it's as I said, it's difficult to tell the scale. But the mo- the main the main the mainly baffling thing here is why he thought that would be necessary on a uh, meet with pirates but yeah you uh mason just does the (laughs) (laughs) eyeball it (laughs) all right um when the professor has finished uh making final checks you you exit the apartment following him uh downstairs and this this time down the opposite way down the stairs the opposite way that you came up um towards the back of this row of buildings and as you make your way down there you can see what you see what is essentially a sort of uh it's basically it looks like it's probably some sort of garage it's not it's all it is is just sort of a, a uh corrugated metal canopy um, that is with no walls except for in one corner where there appears to be sort of a, uh, um, like a, a sheltered workspace set up. 
but the rest of it is open to the environment. You can see that the the pylons that keep it uh, that like the support struts on the on the canopy uh, are equipped with some sort of um, environmental shield. Probably, given what you've seen so far, probably protection against dust storms. Um, but otherwise, the, the the sides of this place are completely open. Um, as he, there are several vehicles that are that are parked there. As he makes his way towards one, a uh, open topped um, uh, um, basically like uh, hovercraft. Um, that's, what kind of shapes it in? <laughs> B would immediately eye that up. <laughs> it's not. It's not, let's put it this way, it will probably go. Mmm, <laughs> delightful. It looks pretty dinged up and like it has seen far more dust storms and wear than the professor has during his time here on, on this world, which suggests that he probably got it secondhand and been it at a quick glance. There's almost no way that he paid a fair price for it. mm <laughs> She gets like, I think around like tech that is in like subpar condition, she gets like itchy fingers to mm-hmm. like get in the guts and see if she can tinker with it. But she folds her hand, all four hands in her lap and, and <laughs> yeah, sits politely. Um, yeah, he uh, he moves oh, kind of to sit in the uh, in the uh, driver's seat and he says, "All right, now let's see." Are you going to work for me today? And he uh, starts like fli- flipping switches on the dash, and then finally uh, turns the uh, the ignition on it. And uh, you can hear before it starts, you can hear just this just this horrifying whine uh, that definitely shouldn't be there. Um, and then when it does start, it's kind of got that like it has that you can hear that like a sort of stuttering in the in the uh, repulsor engine. Um, but then it kicks on and goes, uh, and you can feel it as it jerks in place uh, as he slowly uh, pulls back out of the out of the garage and begins- Is this a vehicle with shotgun? Yeah, I it probably would, yeah. Shotgun. I was gonna say, Bina would have immediately, mm-hmm. <laughs> if That's he like good. opened like the driver's side door, Bina would have climbed in before him over the console in the other <laughs> side. Just like, <laughs> skittered over it, yeah. Yeah. He wants eyes on all of this. <laughs> One, again, itchy fingers. Two, a little bit of nervousness and like I can keep an eye on it better up here, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Olaf is like digging around for the seat belt in like the in the thing with all the like <laughs> Fritos crumbs and stuff on yeah, like, like a weird furry. <laughs> Is there What's like down a- there? What's in there? What, is what there are between the professor's yeah. seats? There's definitely. Well, I'll tell you one thing that isn't there, and that's seat belts. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm like, of course. In the back yeah. seat, in the back seat pocket, we're gonna search for ciphers. Yeah. Mason um, tries to remember the uh, seatbelt laws and from planet to planet. Yeah. <laughs> what can I get away with here? Um, yeah. Um, so as you uh, you begin taking off across the largely barren landscape, um, the the professor is uh, sort of speaking, kind of yelling over the uh, the engine and the wind, kind of whipping past. He says, 
And over in that direction is where my first sight is. If we have time later, I can take you there and show you some of what I've been looking at. Uh, and over in that direction, there are some very promising sites. There's some of the uh, the ruins that you may have seen in my drawings. They're uh, they're over that over that way, over just beyond those bluffs. It's. Uh, you it's... need an in-cabin sound dampener. What? Can you get one in the colony? What? What? <laughs> Uh, that's largely how the, how the conversation goes. This is great. Um, but eventually, you manage to uh, you arrive and at if you recall before you were this the town that you had landed just outside of was in a large wide basin, um, with surrounded by bluffs. And as you were, uh, as you now are traveling through, tra you're traveling lengthwise through the basin, through um, towards the the far far end of it. Um, and as you reach that location, it kind of goes around, it kind of curves around to the left. And as you come around the corner, you can see just at the far end a what looks like a lake um, that takes up the majority of the of the uh, northernmost tip of this of this bluff. Or of this uh, basin. There, over there, you can see, um, even at this distance, you can see what appears to be a single, um, uh, like emergency shelter, like of the kind that are that are used quite often by um, either those who are stranded. On, on planet that are basically like for survival purposes that keep out a lot of environmental stuff um, or by quite often but they're used by many uh, nomadic settlers on various on various uh, colonized worlds is it like a big dome or is it like a it's cool not, geometric shaped some of them are are sort of like these big domes but this one is one of the smaller varieties this is one that's more intended as like uh, individual use tent. like yeah it's basically a tent <laughs> but it's sort of like it's yeah it's like an environment tent where it has mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. yeah um, so even at this distance you can see it uh, and the professor points it out he says that's the meat site right over there um, you proceed onwards and as you get closer you can you start to be able to detect a single lone figure amongst uh Amongst some of the vegetation that is uh, somewhat greener around the around the lake, but um, as you approach, um, the professor about probably about maybe two hundred feet away um, pulls up the the craft, pulls it to a stop, and then uh, starts and then powers it down. Um, the lack of horrifying engine sounds is a massive relief to everybody um so like when you like go are like in a convertible for a long period of time with the top down when you stop your ears are like buzzing yeah, for like exactly a couple minutes everything afterwards. seems way too quiet and yeah. <laughs> yeah um so um as you all uh step out of the of the craft you can see the single lone figure standing in front of the environment tent watching your approach um lily would you care to describe yourself 
Sure. So you see a uh, a very tall Keldra woman. Um, she has her hair is uh, sort of long and gold, kind of like the Sovereign from um, Guardians of the Galaxy style. Um, as you get closer, you can see her skin is marbled like Keldra, and you can see uh, little veins of uh, gold underneath. Um, she is dressed outrageously. Uh, she has a very obvious like tricorn hat, like a a pirate coat. Um, clearly not for this environment. She doesn't have anything covering her face. She looks kind of annoyed, frankly, at all the dust that's swirling around. Um, you notice that uh, she has a, a cutlass uh, on her on her waist, and um, she's wearing one leg has a boot on. The other leg, it looks like from the knee down, is has been fashioned uh, into some sort of um, like cybernetic leg. Uh, but it's made to look like a peg leg, so it's it's a metal. But oh, it, there's, a, there's there's a clear motif going on here. Yes. <laughs> um, and she's uh, leaning up against the um, the little encampment, and she has a flask with her, and she's looking at it like like she wants to take a sip, but this is the only alcohol she has with her right now, so she's don't want to waste this thing right now. <laughs> So, but, but as, as you see you guys approach, she puts that away and she goes, Professor! Uh, you are uh, Captain Desiree, y- yes? Finally, someone remembers my name. Uh, who are your friends? Oh, uh, these are... And he stops for a moment, <laughs> realizing for the we, first time that... We never <laughs> <laughs> introduced ourselves. Um, associates that I brought with me for... Well, protection. You can never be too careful in these, some of these uh, backwater worlds. Vina just waves. <laughs> oh, uh, I think you might need a few more guys for it to be an even fight, but, you know, uh, we'll come in. Uh, oh, uh, he turns and looks at the, at the shelter and uh, glances over kind of westwards where you can actually see what looks like possibly gathering dust storm. It's hard to tell. It's still too early to tell, but he kind of glances over and says... Yes, I, I think that might be... He kind of glances to all of you. A good idea? <laughs> I'm not from here. You tell me. Not much. Uh, what is inside? Well, uh, yes, I think I think that will be good. And as he turn, like turns to all of you, shrugs and just starts following you. Um, she opens Vina the door to obvious. it with like a flourish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Vina has obvious delight on her face at this individual. She's intrigued. Just because this would be a, a, a first impression for Vina as well. Surface level emotional state for, for Captain Desiree. How's she feeling currently? Um, There is just an outrageous level of confidence. Yes. Like to the point of stupidity. Uh, <laughs> um, but there's also even... Even on the surface, there's like some unease. You don't know if that's because she's drunk or because something else, but there's Good. there's a little bit of waver to it. Delightful. Oh, I love that. I love playing an empath. <laughs> we All go right. in. All right. So, um, inside the uh, the shelter, uh, now you can hear sort of the somewhat dulled sound of the of the wind outside, sort of rushing past the protected. Um, in interior of the of the uh, of the small dome um there's not much space inside probably not more than than maybe f- about 
15 feet across um, at its widest point. And uh, so it's a little it's a little tight. But as you uh, as you step inside, uh, it is immediately a relief as there is no longer sort of dust swirling around and uh, the rushing of the of the prairie winds has uh, dulled significantly. Um, <clears throat> as you step inside, the pro- the professor kind of looks around and sort of clearly nervously just sort of holding on to his uh, his satchel and um, clutching it kind of by its handle and both his hands glancing around nervously sort of uh, scratching at, at one wrist just sort of um, a qu- quaint right I can't take any crap for it um, sort of like this when I found it um, do you have my payment I do actually. Yes, I it's right it's right here. Um the uh and and the artifact? Funny. You should ask about the artifact actually. Um you know, do, do you really want want that old thing anyway? It's sort of uh it's, it's not really useful. It just sort of uh sits there. Um doesn't do a lot. Uh are you sure that's that's not I can't talk for you. Anything else maybe? Well, Something more uh, useful? No, I, I mean, I appreciate the, the offer, but actually that is what I need. Well then, I have a funny story for all of you, <laughs> and I am sure we're going to laugh about it later. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, um, I don't, I don't have it. Uh, oh, well, well, why? Funny, why right? <laughs> I'm not, not hearing a laugh, um tough crowd uh right i i had it at the time i spoke to you it is no longer in my possession due to unforeseen circumstances i'm definitely going to analyze that (laughs) 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 do i hear any untruths um non-truths i think i might have to roll for it but uh i i i mean i if you think She's not, I, like, she's clearly nervous. I don't know if she's telegraphing. She's clearly, what do I always say? She's clearly not saying specifics right now. Yeah, there's not really much to, like, analyze there. Uh, other really than skirting the, around the topic. Yeah. <laughs> Bina's still, like, really delighted by this whole situation, <laughs> despite the fact that things have clearly just gone south. She's kind of like, okay, great, what? <laughs> well, wait a minute. You... What happened to the artifact? Where, where, what are these unforeseen circumstances? I mean, it's all, um, like I said, funny story. Sure, we're going to laugh about it later. Um, remember how uh, I was talking to you and sort of negotiating a price for it? Um, turns out, despite the fact that it's not very useful, there are some other people that might have wanted it. Some uh, people that might want it to pay more money someone in the corpse and you know i was of course like you know can't do that we can't we can't sell this out um my crew on the other hand had uh different plans so uh i might have um you know mutiny is such a such a harsh sort of word it's not that's, that's, that's what happened. I'm I am been marooned on this planet without 
without crew, without my ship, and without the artifact. But, but, I do have myself and my skills and one flask of rum. Uh, the professor takes that in. You can see as he just sort of stands there blinking at you for a moment and then just sits. Uh, just sits on, like, the nearest available surface. He just sits down immediately on it, just sort of staring, uh, kind of clutching. He likes them. He says clutching. <laughs> he looks up at you uh, and just says, yes, I, I rather think I, I would. Yeah. <laughs> Takes it and just sort of <coughs> ends it back. Uh, well, this is, uh, oh, no, this is terrible. This is, uh, Oof. Funny, it's funny, right? And this is we're going to look back on this and laugh about it. How long? How long ago did your crew depart? Do you know where they are? Uh, Lucas, how long ago? How, how was, long have I been out here? It's honestly, time is has time been. Time is, you know, yeah. uh, is, what was it? Five hours? Was it a couple days? I don't. I I don't really have much of an idea where they might be. I'm assuming they're headed to, you know, drop off the artifacts to the new buyer, but I don't know where that might be. It's un just as a note, it is unlikely that it has been longer than maybe three days, but... Okay, alright. So probably not more than a few days. Probably. I, I like I narrow my eyes and take does this person look like they've been out here like surviving in the wilderness <laughs> right outside of the town for three days like do they look rough around the edges I mean she just looks rough around the edges in general yeah it's a tough um, question for a fire <laughs> it's hard to I mean her cloak is clearly like in like she clearly was trying to keep it in good condition but it, it's got tatters it's like dust is everywhere she doesn't have any equipment to you know survive on a dust planet uh right. clearly so okay. yeah even even looking around this like this this shelter the it looks like it's been here a lot longer than she says she's been here and the stuff like the supplies and, and whatnot inside are old uh they they look like they're they're like weather worn and yeah it looks like this place has probably not been like you can actually even see places where like there's some small cracks in the like in the environment seal um where you can still see like where basically like small um <laughs> aggressive plants have started to kind of push through um this shelter's been here a lot longer than she has <sighs> well if we can get a lead in what direction anything what do you guys think well I'm starting to think that it was a very good thing all of you came along because frankly I'm not even sure what to do next I, uh, well f I can only speak for myself but I think finding this thing is uh, very important to us as, as I know it is to you professor so and I like turn more to the captain uh, so uh, uh, like Mason said any anything we could go on any lead to start no, should, should point us in the next direction why are you all so interested in this artifact everyone, everyone I've talked to is just so 
I can't see a use for it. Just sort of pretty. Are you just collectors? You know, points at the professor and says, he's researching it. Right, I got that. But, you know, why would corporations be interested in it? That's what we'd like this, to know, too. Yeah. Or at least me. I mean, same thing, honestly, right? Well, I mean... As far as we're aware. The thing about these artifacts is that they are actually quite fascinating in what they are. They're, they could be a, perhaps an ancient power source. Some That's something that has been theorized, but they might even be something far beyond... He kind of looks around and says, S I'll save that for later. I'm sorry. <clears throat> right, um... Sure. Um, I don't know exactly who sort of organized the mutiny. Um, it was my uh, my master gunner who, you know, pulled the sword on me first, but he's sort of... I don't think he has the intelligence to organize something like that himself. So um, my quartermaster is erected, so... You know, this might be might be a lead. I sort of sort of hoped that she didn't live up to the racial, uh, you know, biases. Uh, but I also have a doctor. Not actually have a doctorate, but uh, who's been interested in you know um, fancy medical technology. So. I've, I've been thinking about who, who did this. Uh, so she might have if someone, you know, paid her, paid her off. But otherwise, I know where we usually would go. But, you know, if there's a different captain now, I can give you the information on their, uh, on their wanted ads, you know, on their little wanted posters. As you say that, um, you suddenly like a sense of familiarity that had started to creep in when you first laid eyes on these people the moment you say wanted <laughs> posters it like clicks a little bit as you start <laughs> no no way are you serious are you are you people you're the people that silver breaks looking for right now right right your bounties all together. <laughs> all your bounties together make more than mine. It's it's it's, it's an honor, really, really. <laughs> where are my manners? And she sort of does like an extravagant bow. Captain Desiree, Dancing Blade, Floyd Scourge, Siren of the Astral Sea. It's a pleasure. Ina Oba. We didn't. <laughs> we we didn't do what they said we did. Uh, just so you know. Of course, sure, right. Bina kind of like elbows Olam just like yeah. lightly, like in the side. You're like, I don't think that's gonna help you. Oh, oh, I'm just like, <laughs> of course you I'm did. I'm Olam. <laughs> so I'd, you know, with whatever capacity I can, I'd love to help. Uh, big fan. Um, otherwise, I'm just sort of, you know, my alternative isn't exactly that attractive. Well, I mean, Bina's like clearly is like trying to think about this rationally, but like really is just like yes, let's <laughs> let's take a pirate for a ride. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, 
be cool. <laughs> the professor just sort of looks at the rest of you and says, we need that artifact. I, it's the closest I've ever come to, to actually having one. And without looking at it, or I'm, I'm no closer to knowing what it is or what, the, or what Silverbrick wants with it. Well, I guess we're going to be looking for an artifact. We're going to get, get your ship back. Maybe in the process. Right, get some uh, some payback time. Yeah, is that something we can do? Let's let's let, let's let's focus on getting the artifact, if that's all right with everybody. Yeah, I'm into that. Um, should we go back to our ship? I don't think there's any we time to waste. We don't have anything useful out here. No offense, but this is kind of. No, I'm I'm the most useful thing for miles. <laughs> all right. <laughs> The professor stands up and just says, "Well, then we should probably head back to, back to town, and I can start processing all of this. Um, and you can start getting ready to do whatever it is you're going to do." Uh, right. He's like in shock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <it's okay. laughs> he very much is. I like offer him and uh, like, I have a moment realizing like I would be. Some months ago, I'd probably be as like flabbergasted in this situation as he is. But having like rode it out for a while recently, I have my rel my bearings relatively. So I like offer him a forearm to lean on or something. <laughs> and he uh, he uh, nods and sort of just gently sort of like holds onto your arm as he just. Says, I think feeling oh. this like muted weird thing from him, he was like. I can drive, Professor, and she'll kind of go, like, take the keys out of his okay. hand and, like... What's that? Oh, uh, yes, yes. Michael Shotgun! Yeah, I'm... We're, I'm gonna look into getting a, a cabin dampener. It's just... It's not good. She's probably walking. It's not good, Professor. We're gonna... <laughs> bad for your ears as we walk back to the... Alright. So we'll we'll cut to uh, back at, at the town as you are um, in the Professor's apartment as he's sort of setting his stuff back down. Um, and he says, well, if you, if you don't mind, if you're going to go off, um, chasing pirates, I'm, think I'm going to stay here. Uh, I, I you think... take a nap, maybe. Yes, yes, that, <laughs> yes, that's a good Hand idea. Hand him his discarded cup of tea from mm -hmm. earlier and put it <laughs> in his hand. And he, he takes it and sips it and says, hmm. Do you have any, cool. do you have a, like a... A, a car, like what is? We, it's not a phone number here. What is the what is the word for a contact? Just or... yeah, like frequency. Yeah, personal frequency. frequency. Do you have a fre frequency? We can yes. keep you updated. Maybe right. when you yes. come of, back to uh, yourself a little bit, of you course, can give of us some info. Uh, and you watch as he like pulls up on his terminal and just sort of swipes it across to yours. Um, all of you receive the the uh, information on on your terminals. I sort of buggy. I gotta like yeah. Little, it like little... like the display the flickers sand. like once or twice. Just yeah. and then yeah, like a little bit of sand pours out of it. Yeah. Is that a hardware or a software issue? <laughs> Both. <laughs> they really have a tech person on our on our ship. I mean, I can take a look at it later. But if it's anything on the inside, I am useless. But if it's a parts replacement, I can get you. It's very nice of you. The nicest outlaws I've ever met. 
Okay. She goes back to like her her, her terminal, <laughs> implementing yeah. the frequency so she has it. Uh, by this point, the the professor has already once again abandoning his tea. Uh, mm-hmm. Has already laid down on the on the uh, on the couch and has just sort of like splayed out on it onto it and is just sort of leaning back. And says, "Oh boy," uh, and pretty much immediately falls asleep. Um, oh. Just leave a note asking him to like get me some rum when we get back. Like for forego this much payment in exchange for bottles of rum, please. <laughs> and Bean is gonna take it and tack on like a grocery list, <laughs> like three or four different parts that his like vehicle needs. <laughs> like perfect. <laughs> and then like tuck it. We'll like tuck it into like his lapel, like in his <laughs> front pocket. All right. Um, departing the the professor's apartment. Uh, you make your way back through the town. Um, the same, the same guard that you saw er, that escorted you to the professor's apartment earlier. Um, you can see him now sitting uh, just in on one of the outside tables downstairs uh, as you come down at the outside tables of the uh, the um, the bar. As he's just sort of watching you, just sort of watching you as you pass, not making any, no expression whatsoever, just sort of takes a takes a sip of his drink and just keeps watching like as like moving and like moving past him the entire time being like okay okay bye okay <laughs> see <Nice>. you later <laughs> um we'll go ahead and cut to uh arrival back on awakener um as you are as you are approaching um you start you start um i'll say this much uh desiree that you have never seen a ship this uh well really like this at all i mean it at first glance it looks like just sort of a standard um nondescript freighter but the more you look at it the more you realize that there's there's sort of a sleekness to it that there doesn't that doesn't exist in the design of other freighters of this classification and as you're looking at it the closer you get and the uh the more apparent the differences become just the more like the the mystique of this group grows around them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As as she gets closer, as she gets closer to the ship, she just goes, "She's a beauty, right?" So wait till you see the inside. The engine room is amazing, and I mean, it's gonna let everyone in. Mm-hmm. I think uh, during all of our movement that has happened recently, I think we would have informed the shipwide bulletin yeah. that we are coming back with a friend, uh-huh. a, a tentative ally, and things did not. As always, go according to plan. So we're gonna, we have to make some plans. Yeah, um, you uh, you make your way on board up the up the boarding ramp into into the hold, and as you as you make your way there, the first person that you see is Jade, yep. who is just sort of like standing there, um, holding <laughs> holding one of the weapons that you uh, that uh, that Win gave you. Um, it Desiree. This this There's young no way he knows how to fire absolutely not, and that's very clear to Desiree. Like this this young boy, probably a human boy, probably about eighteen years old, standing holding the pistol, uh, that like very awkwardly in a way that very much suggests he's never held one before, um, just sort of watching you, doing his best to like look intimidating, but mostly being un- like that fighting with also this deep fascination that mirrors Bina's. Uh, <laughs> Vina, when Vina gets eyes on him, she's just like, 
like him though. <laughs> I swagger up to him. Mm-hmm. I go, cabin boy. Mm-hmm. It's a bit big for you, isn't it? I'm not a cap. Who are you? Sure. I'm... Am I? <laughs> you don't recognize me. No. This is our new associate. Desiree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Dancing Blade. Void Scourge. Siren of the Ask. We'll see any of this ring a bell. It, does, is any of that actually familiar to Bina at all? <laughs> or is this completely like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious either way. <laughs> I know, I know. It's amazing. I just had the thought. I'm like, oh, maybe I would maybe be someone who might actually recognize I think, that. I think it's one of those things. Of it's one of those things where Bina's like, yeah, I think I might have heard of some of those. Maybe. I don't. But like also maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Perfect. That's exactly, exactly yeah. what I was anticipating. Some perfect. of the names are made up. Some of them might not be. <laughs> We don't yeah. know. Her uh, own nicknames for herself that didn't get further than a couple of people in her come office. On, man. Like, yeah. I'm Star Lord. Star Lord? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. like exactly. there there is a wanted bulletin for her, definitely. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. but th- those yeah. names are not on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told you guys to spread these names around. Yeah. Um Did you help? Uh, Jade just sort of uh, stands there and says, So um didn't didn't go to, according to plan. No, things never do. Uh, not surprised. But <coughs> we get to go chase down a bunch of pirates, maybe? Huh? You see, like, a range of emotions and yep, feel yep. a range of emotions play across. It's like, like yes, but also, ooh, but ooh. it's just like. Well, I get to learn how to use that. The just, kombucha girl reaction. Yeah. <laughs> he says, I know how to use this. Sure, sure you do. And he look, looks, and you watch as he clicks the safety. Just... <laughs> I need encouragement to give him an asset and a skill. I'm, I'm trained in light weapons. Is it a big one? Never mind. No, it's, it's, it's just a, it's a small, it's a small pistol. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then for a second, maybe he knows how to use it. Yeah, which he is knows what, how to hold it better. Is what prompts him to like glance over it and turn the sa- turn the safety yeah, off yeah. and just sort of stand there. <laughs> um. <sighs> all right. So, um, at this, uh, Jade then says, so, where are we headed? Bina looks at Captain Desiree. <laughs> Great question. Talk around him. Is he? Is he cool? Yes. Yeah. All good. Right. Funny story. We don't know yet. We're going to find out. Let you know as soon as we know. Oh, so. I guess. I, I, I don't know. That's not really my job. So business as usual then, huh? Uh-huh. And he's going to turn around and walk towards the uh, <laughs> bridge. <laughs> I'll make some coffee then. Do you have any alcohol on this on this vessel? I... <laughs> Whiskey. It's close enough. Close <laughs> enough. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, as you... Bina, you arrive in the... Hold on, I can turn this off now. Uh, you arrive in the... Uh, in the cockpit... And as you do, you're surprised to see that there's already somebody in there. Um, Alma is sitting at the uh, at the co- in the co-pilot seat, just sort of um, basically like legs crossed under her on on the on the chair. She's just sort of looking out uh, over the the uh, barren landscape before before her. Uh, as you enter the room, she turns and says, "Welcome back." Hey, good to see you up and at him. <laughs> yeah, I uh, was able to convince 
Abriel to let me come sit up here on the basis that she literally could not stop me because hmm. Patch won't let her leave the infirmary, so... That checks out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You got the updates? Uh, some of them, yeah. I, I, I think I understand a little bit about what's happening. Um, Good, because I don't. Uh, and I figured maybe this is where we start. <laughs> okay. Um, do we have a heading or anything? No, I wanted to throw out some of our scans and just see if unidentified ships in the area just to get a lay of the land. That's really all I can think of as a jumping off point. Okay. Um, and I'll kind of come up and sit in the other chair and start pulling some stuff up. Yeah. Um, between the two of you, you after a little while, you start being able to pull up um, departure vectors of ships uh, mm-hmm. that left... It's actually not that hard, considering uh, that there... Not a lot of traffic here? Not a lot of traffic (laughs) here. Um, And given that you have a rough frame of of reference for when this ship might have departed, uh, it's actually very, very easy to track a vector out of the system. Um, If Oldham comes into the room, he's like, Hey, I think that we uh, tried to track the departure vector... Nice. Both, I think both, both me and Alma probably just like turn and look at you as you're talking. They're like nodding. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like ah, mm-hmm. all right. And I like sit down and like <laughs> yeah. start and watch what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Alma, Alma turn, looks at Bina and just sort of smiles and turns back to the. They both, to, yeah, yeah, I think I simultaneously. <laughs> um, so as by this point, um, the rest of you have probably arrived uh in in the cockpit as this work is being done probably right about the same time that uh, you find the departure vector so good news uh no one's here ever uh so that's how's that good news because uh that means only the only ships that were going in and out are probably the ones we're looking for that makes sense makes sense yeah so She's, I think she would have you, like, double-check the times, dates, kind of directions of, like, incoming, outcoming of this ship or whatever. She'd be like, does this I have no idea what these symbols mean, but sure. Uh, oh, wh- that's not helpful. <laughs> One thing that you do notice, however, Desiree, is while, like, a lot of it is, like, just completely just baffling to you, there <laughs> is there is something that you do notice, and that is you actually do recognize the heading. Um, and it is basically the heading um, is is pointing in the direction of assuming they maintain course that heading would probably take them back to one of your one of your uh, crew's hideouts an abandoned uh, an abandoned space station that you all found a while back um, mm-hmm. seemed relatively untrafficked and after spending some time there to determine whether or not it was in fact in use by anybody uh you sort of set up a a sort of base of operations kind of um Mm -hmm. a place to sort of stop make repairs if necessary um yeah why do you know where they're going okay that's good that's useful an old hideout i know it well uh what's the likelihood that they it is still in their possession because I feel like our chances of getting it back are significantly drop if it has changed hands. I don't think they would have given it to anyone else yet. Okay. 
probably if they're going there to do a sort of a handoff that's not very smart of them it's one of our uh best hideouts don't think they want to give away the location of that to just anyone how do you feel about giving away that location to us specifically i don't care anymore because once i get that ship back things are going to change let's just say that great do you have coordinates <laughs> i do i yeah you definitely would you cool definitely would. <laughs> yeah let me just get this working i'll send can it can i can i, I... sure oh, <laughs> held she's held off on itchy fingers all day she needs to like is it is it being a fixable yeah is it, it like shake the salt out or the salt the sand out get compressed air yeah. in there i would say between between bina and olam it is totally fixable like turn, okay. turn it turn it off and then turn it yeah right yeah. okay yeah this one right here um no hold down those two okay yeah <laughs> no that takes a screenshot <laughs> It's just a picture of Mason looking over both your shoulders, like really grumpy man face. It's like it's up like... the nose of like the two that are working on it with like Mason in the back. Yeah. Mason holding like four cups of coffee. The coffee, just like. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, uh, this, eventually, you do. I'm not even gonna make you roll for it because it's it's easy enough. You'd be able to f- to fix this, um, and you're able to get it functioning again. Um. As you do, uh, you the Desiree, you pull up the the coordinates and sort of uh, swipe them over to the computer. Um, Alma looks looks down at them. She says, "Okay." Uh, she sort of looks for a moment, hesitant at the at the controls, and then and then actually starts working uh, at them and inputting the coordinates. As she finishes, she says, "Okay, we're all set. Whenever you're ready." Right. Are we doing this? Yeah, I think we have to. All Is right. there one opportunity? Oh, well, let's go. And Bina will take lift off. All right. How long of a trip does it look like once we've input the destination? Um, it's a matter of hours. Okay. Yeah. It yeah it would not take particularly long. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, coordinates inputted in, input into the into the system. Uh, you can you begin cycling the the pre-flight checks, and finally ready to take off. Um, you begin lift off uh, from the planet, uh, chasing down a gang of mutineering pirates. That's where we're gonna take our break because it's a yeah. little, it's a little bit early, but it's a good time for it. And but yeah, it felt right. It's, it felt yeah. right. Yeah. So, uh, we're gonna take our break. We'll be back in about ten minutes or so. Um, so don't go anywhere. We shall return. Hi everybody, we're back from break. Um, well. I refilled my water and I'm ready to go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Me too. All right. Got Me. some pirates to catch up to. Me three. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So when we left off, uh, y'all were uh, had begun a uh, a journey to recover not only the stolen artifact but also to track down. What happened? Uh, track down uh, Desiree's stolen ship and uh, 
mutineering crew. I mean, it was originally stolen, but then like stolen more yeah. recently. <laughs> the most Either way, recent. yeah, the, the most, most recent, recent repossession Lift. of the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, before we cut ahead, does anybody have any particular mm-hmm. scenes they want to have in transit on the ship? I think Beta would just keep an eye on Alma. I don't think she wants to necessarily like stress her out by asking her how she's doing because clearly she wants to be up and about, but just kind of like do like from from a out of the corner of the eye every once in a while. Does she seem like she's okay? Um, she seems like she's. I'll say mood wise, she seems like she's okay. Um. You sense like minor frustrations every once in a while as you can see and you can you you don't even have to look too closely to see why uh, as she is sort of uh, working to manipulate the controls. You can see that there's a little bit of unfamiliarity, a little bit of clumsiness mm-hmm. to her movements. I mean, she's do with her brain. So like <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and you can see every once in a while that she'll like l- look very intently at, at one of the, some of the instrumentation. And then you can feel that surge of frustration as she then like reaches Goes over the, yeah. yeah um i will pointedly not react to any of that if yeah. i see it. <laughs> like, um at a at a certain point she kind of like glances up over at you and just sort of looks over and says i'm okay i fiddle with something that doesn't need to be yeah. <laughs> she says i'm okay really uh, you're i know you're great just a lot happened very quickly uh, and you can't blame me for being worried. <laughs> she, uh, she nods uh, and smiles, and that smile quickly fades as she just sort of looks down and then looks back up at you and she says, I'm sorry. For, for why? I... I snapped at you and I... before all of that stuff, and... I was just, I, I was scared. No, I was panicking. <laughs> I, some of it made- Trust me, I know, I can, I can feel it. <laughs> yeah, sorry for that too. Just, some of it made sense to me. I mean, it makes obvious why we would be scared of something like that, but Not all of it was, not all of it was anything I could explain. I don't. Subconscious memories you can't remember. That's what I think. Huh. Maybe Peach can help you out with that at some point. I thought about it. But you know, <laughs> priorities. Fair. Eventually we'll have downtime. But hey, no need to apologize. It's okay. You were just trying to do what you thought was the only way out. Yeah. Still, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I've never lost control like that before. Or maybe I have and I just don't remember. <laughs> 
Well, we'll find out, I guess. Now you get to be your own self. Yeah. I just don't understand. I can still feel the ship. I can, but I can't. Huh. I don't know. Maybe that's worth exploring too. Maybe. Can be brain in the ship and have a physical body. Two for <laughs> one. Very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. She kind we'll of see. she glances over her shoulder back down the uh, down the corridor. Um she says, So uh our our new pirate friend. Oh my gosh. I have no idea what to make of her. It's very exciting. Yeah. Listen, listen, watching her talk, like the way she speaks and the things she feels, she's very honest, but like somehow they're conflicting. It was, I felt like I needed popcorn. It was amazing. She's fun. I want to talk to her more. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good idea. Um, we'll see. Hopefully this goes smoothly. I don't really know what to expect, but again, nothing new there. Yeah. <laughs> um, You feel just the slightest surge of annoyance from Alma Ooh. and then immediately like Ooh. shame immediately shame Rina <laughs> uh, does not react to that but notes it <laughs> yeah she is silent for a significant period of time after that <laughs> just sort of like just a confused mix of emotions mostly uh, mostly uh, mostly shame <laughs> Yeah, Vina will continue. Will f feels the discomfort, but then like also, I feel like any emotion she feels like takes on a little bit of it. So she does the rambling thing where she just talks about everything they learned. Like she'll talk about the professor and like everything is that is the research funny that she learned about and like the halves that she kind of understands. And the funniest part about all of this is that Alma is fully aware that Bina sensed all of that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> So that's only that's only prolonging the awkwardness. But uh, <laughs> Vina will just talk. She'll yeah. just keep talking. Now she always does. Yeah. Um. In the meantime, um, anything else anybody else is doing uh, during this uh, during this journey? I think Desiree wants to find this Mason fellow. All right. Okay. Um, I would. I guess I'm somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'll go ahead find and say. You wherever you I'll are, go ahead but... and say that you're both probably. You find Mason in the in the galley, um, with just like, a a tumbler of whiskey, just sort of sitting there. Um, yep. What time is it? By the way, No. What time is it? Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You can. Of course. Have a uh, have a seat. You, uh, move like a soldier. Sorry if that's weird. <laughs> it's a weird thing to say. I don't know why I said that. Um, anyway, oh. uh, you seem like all the brains of this whole operation. Is that, is that right? Oh. I, I'm, I definitely have brains that work. That's good. That's good. It's important. Um, 
I wanted to find someone who had a tactical mind, sort of, you know, talk with, because I don't know what we're going into, but I want to sort of give us our best chance, you know? Absolutely. Also, yes, I was in the in the um, regulators before a long time ago. Feels like. Right. I try to lose that walk, but it stays with you forever. I'm told. Does, a little bit. Not that I'd uh, no. Um. So my crew, uh, and I just want to essentially go through like a list of like who's gonna be there or who was on the crew last. Mm -hmm. Um and like what their skills are to sort of maybe, I don't know if this would mechanically give an asset or like just narratively would like to give us a reason to be able to, or give these people a reason to be able to maybe know who the best person to go after would be in, in a combat scenario. Yeah, actually I'll, I'll say that. Absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll allow kind of that to be a, uh, an asset in information is certainly an asset. Uh, Perfect. so yeah. Um, <clears throat> So you can you can have that as sort of a a long term sort of asset when for I'll say probably for like mm, a or when I say long term I mean like in the relative sense so it's but we'll call this sort of like a short term benefit what Cipher refers to as a short term benefit which is just essentially like something that you have sort of for the duration of a of like a, an arc so for the sake of this when it comes to tasks uh, relating to um, basically, all, actually, pretty much all non-attack tasks that have to do with uh, with Desiree's crew, you get an you get, you'll get an asset on that with info. Okay. Um, you seem to know a lot about these folk that uh, abandon you. Funny that. Think you know someone, right? Yeah, you always think you do, don't you? But. I try not to know too many people. I was going to say, it seems like you've formed pretty good friendships with these people. I like also like to add that a lot's a lot's changed since uh, all of this, of course. You trust them? I think I'm starting to. Interesting. I think I'm learning what that word means in this cir circumstance. Right. Trust among thieves, right? <laughs> I've never heard that one before. <laughs> Is that limited supply? Or do you mind if I just sort of... <laughs> yeah, you've already done it. Go for Perfect. It. <laughs> Have a couple shots. <laughs> I haven't done a couple shots in a long time. I usually sip. You don't get drunk that way. Oh, oh yeah, I'm never trying to get drunk too quickly. I got a lot of pro processing to do. Right. Find it works better when you're drunk. I suppose so. Um... Right about at this point, um, Jade walks into the into the galley and just sort of looks looks at around at the two of you, and just sort of join us. Oh, uh, he kind of like looks around, 
says, yeah. And he sits down at the table. I'll pour him a shot. <laughs> and he reaches over for it. Um, the distinct look on his face of somebody doing something that they're not supposed to. Full giddy, like. <laughs> yeah, kind of like. like... He, he just. He's like looking between the two of you, watching you sh- shooting them, watching you sipping them, and going. Also back, then, back your throat. You don't taste it that way. You're not supposed to taste it. Depends on who you ask. He looks. Depends on how drunk you want to get. He looks over at Mason, <laughs> and then just starts sipping it. Yeah. And then just. <laughs> just starts coughing. He says, Up him on his back. <laughs> I think I'm going to try it the other way. Uh, and he uh, he's like, I don't think I want to taste it. And then he just whoop, knocks back the one. Um, you, he, not particularly well. He keeps it in, in his mouth for too long and then, you know, then swallows and coughs a little bit. And there's just. Good uh, yeah, that was that was better. Not much, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> he says, and when you stop feeling it later. He nods and says, right, yeah. Uh, and he just sort of like slowly s- sinks down in the chair uh, a little bit, just sort of watching the two of you, um, listening to you chit-chat for a while. Um, but anyway. Um, At some point, I think Mason would pull out a deck of cards. Fair enough, yeah. Um, we'll go ahead and... Uh, unless Henry, you have anyone, anything you, specifically that you want to do? No, I don't think so. I think that I stay in the on the bridge or in the cockpit, paying pretty close attention to like the scanning instruments and stuff. Okay. You get to witness that whole conversation between me and Alma, and take from it what yeah, you will. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kind of, I, I, I'm just kind of like willfully not paying attention to that as it takes place. Not to You're mention, also missing the emotional. Yeah, like, yeah, totally, totally missing the subtext. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't, if I don't even know that there's something to willfully ignore. Yeah. I'm just doing my thing. I'm just looking at my. This is what Bina means when display. she says talking to non-empaths. You're missing so much of the conversation. <laughs> Um, but the rest of the of the journey uh, goes smoothly as you uh, you exit FTL. Um, by this point, the rest of you would have would have rejoined on the bridge, having been warned by Bina that you were approaching your destination. Um, you you uh, jump out of FTL and immediately ahead are, of you. Are we quiet? Quiet. Yeah. Mode? Yeah. Okay. Um, Alma almost forgot, and then because she usually she just thinks about it and it happens, but. Uh, Yes, it is. You are in silent running mode. Um, so, as you uh, as you jump in in into the the system, essentially, just uh, there are a few. Um, basically, you can see it very distantly. There is a a um, uh, what you've essentially jumped into is a binary star system. Um. And you can see them very distantly from your current location as they are as you are far towards the outside of the system on one of the only planets that actually one of one of two planets in the system um, a uh, rather small gas giant actually um, and uh, or in orbit directly above it you can see a, a pretty small space station nothing like nothing like the uh, the major stations that 
are uh, more towards the center of civilizations. This is this looks like it might have at one point been like a perhaps a refueling station, maybe even um, maybe a small mining, uh, uh, not like a gas mining uh, station or something like that. Um, it's hard to say. Maybe it, frankly, it could have easily been both. Um, but right now it looks like it's in significant disrepair. You can see where there are, uh, there are sections of it that have, that have, that clearly have power. And there are other sections that are just completely dark. Um, one thing that is very clear to you as you, as you are on approach is that there is absolutely a shuttle that is docked. Um, not, not a ship, not, not a starship, a shuttle. Um, I think I would call Captain Desiree up to the bridge. Oh, you're all, I assume, yeah, you're all kind of there. Oh, we've all gathered. Yeah. Okay, 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 yeah. I don't think my, my ship didn't, was, was not big enough to have shuttles, right? It might have been, yeah, it probably would have been, actually. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Does it seem, I, I don't know what, yeah. what kind of distance we have, or if we can, like, magnify it. You absolutely can, and looking at it, it's definitely one of yours. Okay. Mm-hmm. Someone's up there. Someone I know. Um, hey, that's good. Almost speaks up. She says, "Doing a quick scan. There are, uh, there are about a dozen life signs on the station. It's hmm. a good portion of the crew. What are your crew numbers? What are my crew numbers? I don't know. I I, I figured you define that. Okay. Uh, I was I was gonna say like probably not more than fifty. Like it's pretty mm-hmm. small." So I would, let's say, maybe around, like, 30. So maybe that's mm-hmm. about half of them, or, yeah. I don't know, a good portion of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was that asset before I, um... Oh, to... What's that asset for again? Basically to tasks involving uh, involving Desiree's crew, non-combat tasks. Non-threat, non-like, battle yeah. fighty stuff. Okay. Battley. <laughs> All right. Battley. Everyone heard me say that. <laughs> but no, no sign of uh, the actual ship. Not as far. No, definitely not on scans. Oh, and Desiree would have told you the name of the ship is the Siren's Lament, because that's important mm-hmm. to her. Yes. Um. Did. Oh God. Can I check for any weird energy readings that might correspond to the artifact from the sh- um you can this is something that Abriel or Peach would probably be better at than me but you can try but yeah. not really having much to compare it to you're not sure but you can see if there's anything anomalous about we Yeah, get... I want I want to do that at least. Let's say can we call Abriel and just be like you know I'll do I'll just <laughs> Yeah. call down to Medvin and be like, "Hey, uh Abriel, uh, do you have a second? I have a potentially infinite number of them. Great. Okay. Um, with the research, all the stuff you did with that weird uh, thing you're working on, is if we were to track something like it, uh, is there anything in particular we could look for on scans that would make it apparent to us? <sighs> or lack of something? I don't know. Science. <sighs> Unfortunately, there's not really much that most of our sensors are able to detect about these artifacts. They're basically invisible to most of our instrumentation. Hmm. 
It's one of the okay. reasons why they're so fascinating and, yeah, of interest. Hmm. Good to know. If you think of anything, uh, let us know. Thank you very much. Enjoy your, the rest of your seconds. And then she hangs up. Alma <laughs> <laughs> um, looks over and she says, that was vaguely threatening. I like it. We have we have things to do. <laughs> um, I, I still want to sweep like a quick scan for anomalous energy readings on this sure. station, if I may. Um, there are there are many, but they are consistent with what you would expect uh, to find in a station that has long since been abandoned and has not had a lot of formal professional uh, restorative work done on it. Uh, the kinds of anomalous readings that would come from patchwork, uh, patchwork repairs, and just degrading systems. Yeah. Um, All right, this uh, this space station is powered by three to four portable hand crank generators. <laughs> hey, I can get all of them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, okay. like it looks, it looks mostly okay it's the kind of place that you certainly don't want to bet on this place for any long period of time any long term period of time but it's stable enough for now like the orbit is still stable and everything that's keeping it there is seems to be functioning at least with this sort of cursory scan it seems to be are there any like like we've looked at before ion trails set type of a thing in the area like what type of traffic has been through here there, recently? There are actually, uh, you you can detect quite a few of them, uh, all going in a, in various directions. Each one is identical. They are identical, and uh, Desiree, you would note this as a common tactic to those avoiding uh, avoiding law enforcement. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We should employ that tactic. That sounds great. Okay. Uh, Vina will file that away as an evasion <laughs> tactic for later. Um. Um, you see, as you, as you sort of draw closer to the station, Alma suddenly straightens up, and she looks at you, and she says, I can feel the station's computers. They're <gasps> contacting the ship. Ours? You can feel the computers. She turns to, long story. For a later date. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh is it a voice or text no neither she, she says it's just a signal it's a oh docking protocol oh 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 okay mm -hmm. oh i see yeah uh do we want to dock or do we want more surveillance first are we going to fight them she draws her colors <laughs> we don't dock oh <laughs> <laughs> well, i see watch out well, at, at, at the very least, they might be able to point us to where the ship is if the artifact's not on board the station, willingly or unwillingly. Yeah, would they bring it down here? Well, I guess there's only one way to find out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> not sure. It depends on who's there, really. My, I, I say, my, if we dock here, is it possible that they'll s send a message to the ship and it'll, well, 
make as much space between us and it as possible and um, make the trail that much harder to find. Um, I know there are doc there are docks that can immobilize ships. Like they could can they hold could they hold us here? And she'll turn to the captain. Yeah, I mean I don't think my crew is particularly technologically inclined, but I don't know. I didn't see this coming, so <laughs> I didn't handle that. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot I don't know about, apparently. Uh, that's below my pay grade. <laughs> yeah. Not my job. Um, Alma says, you know, if we if we dock, their systems will be connected to ours and I might be able to might be able to blind them for a little while. Ooh. That could be useful. I mean, I've yeah. never, I've never done, like... I've never done anything like that except for, well, you know. Mm. Um, but I'd be willing to try it. Yeah, we can give it a shot. She'll kind of look at everyone, and be like, "Are we, like, hands go to the go to the controls? Are we docking?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> I will engage the docking protocols. Then. All right. So reaching out, kind of responding to the docking protocol, um, you start feeling Awakener's uh, course sort of alter very slightly, um, pulling in towards one of the one of the uh, the airlocks. Um, as you arrive, Awakener pulls up very smoothly next to next to the station, um, sets in, and after a moment, you can feel the ship jolt very slightly um, as the docking clamps engage. Um, and Alma says, "One second." Uh, as she sort of says, okay, full docking procedures have completed. Moment of truth. As she reaches out towards one of the displays and just, just puts, she just puts her hand on the display and closes her eyes. Um, and Desiree, you notice something very remarkable happening. Without her actually touching the display at all, you watch as the display starts like rapidly shifting through a variety of screens as code just starts scrolling. Is that normal? Is that supposed to happen? Uh, we weren't sure if it could still happen. Don't know what that means. Yeah, and you'll continue to not know for a little bit longer. <laughs> right. Um, there are a, a couple of tense moments of silence as the display continues to flicker through various screens. Um, almost too fast to fully track. Um, and then finally, Alma just sort of... Whew, whew, Okay, it's a little different from out here, but principles are the same. Uh, we should be good for a while. They, I convinced their, I convinced the uh, the docking computer to uh, ignore us for a little while. You've never seen us. <laughs> We're not Who here. Who are you? She turns. She says, "You're not really equipped to handle the answer to that right now." <laughs> I was sort of more asking. I haven't seen your face on the ads. It's fine. Uh, right. Later, after I um, smash some heads. Almost mm -hmm. right. says. Oh, and as a uh, as a bonus, I can actually. I'm in full con contact with the with the station's computers, such as they are. So I'll be able to keep track of your movements. Not, I won't be able, I, 
wasn't really able to tap into any sort of security systems or anything like that, but at the very least, internal sensors. Good to know. You keep an eye on us from the outside, and the captain here can get us around while we're in there. Right? Are you familiar with this location, as from what I've gathered? Well, I know the ship, like, the station, like, the back of my hand. <laughs> Good to know. Okay. Good. Um, because I'm gonna tighten her tool belt, and... <laughs> Did we, okay, so we got some, like, defensive things mm -hmm. from that place. Did we ever get stats on those? Um, we can deal with that later if it becomes relevant, but I, if that's, if we have those, I would like to yeah, absolutely. slap like, some of if those you've on. Got, like, basically what you described is sort of, like, sort of the modified, miniaturized version of, like, the riot shields that mm -hmm. are often yeah. in, uh, employed. Um, yeah, the, I would say that those would, those would probably give you, like, uh, probably give you one armor which basically just reduces damage by one um yes. yeah so you've got that um there's probably also like physical armor in there if anybody actually wants that um would be among some of the stuff that you that you purchased it usually has a speed cost though right it does uh for for effort spends yeah it, it mm -hmm. yeah it has a it mm -hmm. so if you're trained in it then if not, uh, Beanas are sort of no. an exception in this case because I'm not counting those as like they're just they're more of like a just sort of uh, energy bracer, yeah, <laughs> energy sort of yeah, energy bracer. Thing. Yeah, but the but the the actual physical armor, different story. So th those would be probably uh, probably light armor. I'm good with this for now. Hope things go well. <laughs> Mason looks at the armor and just kind of pats it. Not today. <laughs> he's just gonna have it kind of like button up his uh his like a <clears throat> vest underneath, kind of like old dusty, dusty vest, and make sure his chest harness is all situated and make sure mm -hmm. it's all ready to go. As they're all sort of moving out, uh, you see Desiree like uh, pull something down over her eye, and it's like. It's fashioned to look like an eye patch because clearly there's a motif, um, but it like is sort of see-through. Like think like Garrus Macarian sort of like targeting system. Mm -hmm. that she pulls yeah. down like a hollow, like a holographic. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Good. Sick. Yeah. All right. So okay. Um, you gather at the airlock, which hisses open as it uh, uh, as it fully um, begins to grant access to the station's airlock, which you can see on the other side of the door, the air, the station's airlock starts opening as well. Um, making your way through the, uh, the um, docking corridor, um, you step out into a poorly lit station. Bina, looking around this place... Hold on, I actually have a thing for this. I actually have a... <laughs> All right. Um, looking around, Bina, you can tell that this this place is lit exclusively by emergency lighting. Oh. Um, there is, <laughs> and and it looks like it probably always is, based on what you can see of the actual like the actual lighting app uh, apparatus. Looks damaged a long time ago. Uh, this place, there's just sort of this this dim red light that is just sort of, uh, 
not even everywhere because there are places where even the emergency lighting isn't isn't working um together by duct tape and hope (laughs) (laughs) yep duct tape chewing gum a little bit of spit and some prayers prayers Uh, (laughs) yeah um you uh stepping inside it's eerily quiet other than the sort of uh the standard sounds of of any old station or old machinery um there is no sound whatsoever um just sort of every once in a while you can hear just sort of like old old like recordings and things like that from like uh like recorded announcements and things like that just sort of like play garbled and whatnot um it's space horror yeah it's it's a (laughs) for desiree this is like this is this is standard but like for the rest of you this is a very very eerie place to step foot into it it does have artificial atmosphere right yes it's not yeah Mm -hmm. the I will say Olam more than anybody else would note that the gravity is slightly slightly less than than would be comfortable, but for most of you you will you probably wouldn't notice. Well, if they follow me, I'll I'll get in front of them like have have my sword ready mm-hmm. and like lead them through uh probably to the shuttle bay first or to where we saw the other shuttle sure. docked uh first. Yeah. It's not a long ways to the to the shuttle bay, as that as that is just down uh, from d- down through this in the same section as as this um, as the uh, the airlocks. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have like feelers out like I've mm-hmm. done in the past because this is like ookie spooky. <laughs> yeah, things around corners maybe, but yes, yeah, Venus like a little bit on edge, like trying to feel out for so we don't yeah. get snuck up on. You hear your uh, your communicator crackle, and you just hear Alma. Uh, testing. Can you all hear me? Yes. Shh. Um. Okay. It's in V. I think. Yeah. Oh, is it? Is it, it, it in there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, she says, um, I'm tracking the life signs. Most of them are, um, a fair distance from your current location. So you should you should be clear to check out the shuttle bay if that's where you're going first. Good to know. She says, I'll let you know if any of that changes. Perfect. Um, you continue making your way uh, through the through the station's corridors uh, until you find sort of a a door that um, a a much larger bay door. Um, it does appear to be sealed, and you can see that the indicators are are on for the lock the locking mechanism. Um, there is a there is a panel. Um, a control panel not too far just sort of just off to the side of it um but you can see as you're looking at the door you can see that the like the indicators like the the red indicators on the door for 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 it being locked every once in a while you see one of them just sort of flicker <laughs> sort of oh, oh boy <sighs> oh. there's sort of like a master password that I would know about. I, they probably changed it, but something like that that I could try to put into the. Um, I mean, if they thought you would get back here, ever. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Well, chances of that. Yeah, uh, you can try it as you you step up to the uh, to the terminal. Um, uh, Swordfish. 
Um, it actually, as to your surprise, accepts the the master command uh, as the bay door begins opening, um, revealing the the loading bay um, with a lone shuttle, one that you recognize as one of your own, uh, just set there, just right in the middle of the bay. Um, it is fully open. Um, it is. It has not been locked down or anything like that. It's just sitting there. You can see uh, what looks like. You recognize some of the some of the your last haul that is still sort of being unloaded from the shuttle, as well as stuff you don't recognize. Um, probably new stuff. <laughs> is it like still illicit stuff, or is it like oh yeah, way different than what we usually no no? It get? it definitely looks like this your your standard stuff. It's just not okay. stuff you remember having uh having taken yourself gotcha gotcha um i kind of want to peek at it at the stuff and maybe in the shuttle because i don't know maybe it's in there (laughs) (laughs) they're still unloading stuff who knows looking around at the at some of the crates that have started to be unloaded you can see some of them are are stamped with um with corporate logos um most Mm. not the kind that would like that indicated they would belong to corporations so much as it is like just the Spy. the containers yeah like the yeah yeah um so a few of them are cracked open and as you as you look inside of them some of it is various trade goods um yeah just a variety of things one of them is uh is full to the brim with uh with rations uh of the sort that are often that are often sent with um to, like sent to newly terraformed worlds who have a recently established colony, the ones who mm-hmm. haven't established any form of food production on their own. Um, you can see a few of those. You can actually see one of the crates actually has medical supplies in it. <laughs> Are there anything that one might think of as ciphers amongst this pirate booty? Oh, <laughs> steal ciphers from my ship? Yes. I support this. Ooh, I was going to ask boy. the same thing. I'm so glad you asked. Um, you can look for ciphers. Yes. I steal from my own ship. Is that allowed? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I want to get on, in on this. All right, let me pull up. I'm specifically looking for alcohol, but if I find ciphers, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, okay. So if y'all want to look for ciphers. Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> we always forget because we're yep. always on our I ship, know. which we own. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Uh, like a public place. <laughs> I'll need. Uh, everybody, to first roll. I love randomly rolling on tables. First roll a d6. I also love that the first roll of the game is rolling for ciphers. Randomly yes, rolling on yeah. table for ciphers. Mm-hmm. Tell us when you would like and in what order you would like uh, those revealed. We'll start with uh, with Caitlin. Six. <laughs> okay. Uh, Freeman. <laughs> Uh, do we add anything to this nope. first one? I forget. Okay. Nope. Three. Okay. Um, Henry? One. One. Okay. And Lily? Yep. Two. Okay. So, Caitlin. One, is on. Two, okay. Three. Now I need everybody to roll a D100. Yes. That's my favorite part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll start with Caitlin because you're on. Uh, okay. You're. Henry and Lily are on the same chart. Freeman's on his own chart, and then Caitlin is on. I'm always on my own (laughs) chart. 
42. I chart my own destiny. Answer to life, the universe, and everything. Um, that sounds intriguing. Ooh. <laughs> I love that reaction. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um... <laughs> that's very this. cool that's very cool um uh go ahead and actually roll it another d6 and add four. Oh. oh okay <laughs> um one plus four five <laughs> all right so it's a level five cypher um <laughs> so this is actually something that bina would actually know what it is just picking Ooh. it up this is a spatial warp uh, it is a, it is a, a small but powerful device that when affixed uh, when it when it is affixed to another device that affects a single target at range that range increases to one mile with no penalties. Oh shit! It literally warps space, uh, and yeah. Ooh. Oh. Uh, so it, it affects an item or a weapon, not like our our abilities. Yeah, it would yeah, be like yeah, a, yeah. A, a tech. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, when it says when affixed to a device that affects a single target at range. Um, okay. If it also says if direct line of sight is important to the device if, de- device's effect, it remains important. So. Okay. So yeah. So I can't just snipe someone from a mile away. Yeah, no. <laughs> you still have to have line of sight. If, if I have camera, if I have like camera view on them. Possibly. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. So anyway, yeah, you have a, a spatial warp. All right. <laughs> cool. Which is dope. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Freeman. We're just, we're just going to go down the chart. So, Freeman, uh, what'd you roll? 70. 70. Ooh. Super breast Y'all are rolling, breath, rolling breath, some, some good shit. Breath mints, please. <laughs> super breast mints. Yes. <laughs> yes, super yes. breast mints. That's where he wants those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> give me a second while I remember how the alphabet works. Um, okay, roll a d6 for me, Freeman. All right. I've got a three again. Okay, so it's a level three cipher. So this, um, actually, you know what? I feel like Mason would recognize this too because this is something that very likely the regulators use, especially in the investigative branch. This is a, actually, it's not it. This what you're seeing is essentially a a stim. It is a stim that affects the memory centers of the brain um, and allowing you, allowing perfect memory. So allows the user to mentally record everything they see for 30 seconds and store the recording permanently in their long-term memory. (gasps) Useful for watching someone pick a specific lock, enter a complex code, or do something else that happens quickly. Oh my goodness. Cool as hell. Mm -hmm. Cool. would it, it's like a so something I would like inject into myself. Uh, I think this one is this one is more something that you can like wear on like on your skin like a patch and then like activate it with just sort of a with a quick press. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Delightful. All right. Uh, Have we only used one cipher in game before? And it was you using your <laughs> level eight mouthwash. Yes, <laughs> correct. Good, <laughs> right. I'm legendary. Um, Sixteen sessions in, and we've only used mouthwash. I know. Le- Best uh, in like the first session or something. <laughs> as yes, soon as he got it, yeah. Yes, like, the best mouthwash. Yeah. Um. Ever. All right, Lily, what'd you get? 
87. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Hold on. That sounds cool anyway. Man, you guys are rolling some cool shit. Uh, oops, too far. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So this is a, generally speaking, this is a piece of emergency equipment. Um, it is a flame retardant ball. Uh, this, it, uh, go ahead and actually first roll a, roll a, a D6. It's a six. Okay. So it is a level six cipher. So this, um, creates an immobile, uh, an immobile plane of permeable energy up to 20 feet by 20 feet for one hour. Uh, the plane conforms to space available. Flames passing through the plane are extinguished. <laughs> oh, cool. So it's like a, so you said flame retardant wall, right? Yeah. W? Yep. Okay. And it basically just... I heard ball at first. I, I also like, did cool. hear ball. <laughs> yeah, no, wall. Uh, wall, cool. It uh, It's often used for you know, keeping fire from spreading on, like, ships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that is something that you find. Henry, what'd you get? 95. 95. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so, go ahead and roll a d6 and add three. Uh, four. Level four cipher. All right. Um, so this is a force shield projector. Creates a, a shimmering energy shield around the user for one hour, during which time he gains plus three to armor. Uh, or plus four to armor if the cipher is level five or higher, which it is not. Was it a level? Wow. Or was it a level five or was it a level four? No, it was four. Okay. Yeah. That's so, so cool. Plus three to armor yeah. for an hour. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Damn. Cool. So. Cypher time. Yeah, I love ciphers. <laughs> Illegal. Right. What have these people been doing? <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, as you're sort of poking around, you find a few useful items um, that you sort of gather up. and. I'm going to begin. I would like to begin to sleuth around this thing. Sure thing. Um, go ahead and so are you, is anybody entering the shuttle or are you just sort of looking around I outside? I kind of wanted to okay. yeah <laughs> that's where my alcohol stash is <laughs> okay sounds good um, better get in there then. <laughs> yeah yeah all right so making your way in into the shuttle um just sort of looking around it's I mean it's it's not a it's not a pretty vehicle but it it's kind of more of a workhorse, really. Like, this shuttle is... It gets the job done. It's not pretty. It's not flashy. It gets the job done. It gets you from here to there. Um, you can see that this this particular shuttle is more... It's much more laid out, possibly even... Uh, possibly even uh, modified aftermarket to sort of resemble more the layout of a drop shuttle. So the back portion of it, in addition to having sort of a, a smallish cargo hold also has like the cargo hold is lined with like with inward facing rows of seats um and then there's just a small uh room in the in the center of the shuttle that in this case in this uh in the case of this particular shuttle looks to be a very limited bunk room 
and then just beyond that uh there's probably no more than four bunks in there and just beyond that there is the the cockpit um with uh two it's a sort of two seat cockpit um as you make your way through the shuttle sort of picking through what's here you can see some personal effects uh nothing particularly valuable just sort of uh, stuff that I just can't. kind of got left here. Hmm? I can't find like a digital manifest anywhere here. What I do, I think that pirates would keep a manifest on the shuttle or uh, like like a crew manifest because Desiree could give you like a crew manifest. No, like the like with the I mean crew too, but like the, the... oh the supplies. Gotcha. Yeah, unlikely because yeah. <laughs> that's what I just figured I'd ask. But yeah, in the okay. like not only just because it's it's a. Uh, Pirates are not known for their prowess at logistics, but also, uh, or their inclination towards them, um, but also, it's effectively an admission of of guilt if anything were to happen. That's fair. So, um, like, it's basically one of those things that, like, worst comes to worst, if you're getting tra- tracked down, you can just jettison cargo and then deny everything. So, mm. <laughs> um. Although the number of times that that actually met makes a difference in any sort of capture and arrest situation is very yeah. little. Yeah, um, <laughs> capture. <it. laughs> but in any case, as you're sort of looking through, there is something that you do find that is interesting. There appears to be a uh, a recorded message that was sent to the shuttle. Um, looking at the date stamp, maybe like a day ago. Hmm. Uh, well, possible. I want to listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. As you pull it up, you just hear a, you hear a voice come through, um, and um, it takes a second to clear up the signal a little bit. Um, but after a minute, you're able to. Um, you hear a voice that that uh, Desiree you recognize as Lash's voice. Uh, you you just you hear you hear all right so once once you finish the once you finish the drop off and the resupply meet us at the at the coordinates i sent you boss wants to do a wants to do a, a trade as soon as as soon as possible do the handoff quickly we need everybody we can get these uh these people are no joke we'll need everybody around make it fast uh, and that's the end of the transmission. That little bitch! I'm going to kill her! Can I snag those coordinates? Yeah, going through, finding the another me- like the a text message that it was date stamped at the same exact t- moment as, as the uh, as the recording. Um, you you pull that up and are able to are able to snag those coordinates right to your uh, to your terminal. I shoot them up to Awakener just for safekeeping, sure. too. <laughs> um, Alma just says, received. Um, we'll figure out what to do with those later, I guess, but... <laughs> you, just, you, just, you also hear Jade's voice in the background, just, Alma, look. She looks, she says, oh. Um, detecting some s- slight movement in your direction, not direct, not direct motion, just... Uh, it doesn't look like you've alerted anybody, but... Some of those life signs are making their way towards you. Okay. 
the place for an ambush. Oh boy. Inside well, posted. <laughs> inside the ship. I say, you know, I, I, I'm wondering if we could disable this shuttle and sneak off of here without any confrontation or bloodshed. How are we supposed to get any information? I mean, I've got this, but Lash said something about a boss. Lash is my quartermaster. You'd think she'd be the boss. Uh, yeah, well, if you think it's worth the time, we could ask a few questions. But we've got the coordinates to what seems like it's the meeting point. Can I sense the, the, the are the individuals who are moving this way within range at all? They're probably not close enough, yeah. Not yet, okay. Yeah. Can your strange friends tell how many are coming here? Uh, how many, Alma? Right now it looks like there's only about five of them on the move. Oh, okay. I'm good at stealth at all. <laughs> are we all, like, in or around the shuttle right now? I think so. Would you say? Yeah, I want to, like, just make crouch down so that if they like look through the shuttle cockpit or whatever they won't immediately mm -hmm. see me mm -hmm. i mean i could also fuck up the shuttle that's not i mean it'll hurt me a lot but i could do it i could make it not fit for liftoff just as a backup i don't know well i'm not very tactically minded but sounds like we could all sort of take up positions. You disable the shuttle, they sort of get in, find out the shuttle's not going, we close the door, and we fight. Captain <laughs> here with us. Yeah? No, no? Bop him Maybe? over the head as quickly as we can. Bop them over the head, slip the throats, you know, whatever. Well, I mean... I can grab two of them, and then each of you can take one. One. Well, there's five. Oh, I can easily take two. Not in the way I'm thinking of, but what? um, I'm confused. I don't understand you people. <laughs> but that's <all> right. okay. <laughs> we don't really either. We're all learning together. Um, I mean, do we think we have enough info? More is always better. Yeah, that's true. I was thinking that just finding out where the the, the drop-off point would be good enough, but maybe there's maybe there's more information gained here. Say, I say, listen, I, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty certain that if we needed to, we could clear this whole station and and get and bash the heads you want to, Captain. But yeah. I think it's in our best interest to, when they come through that door to keep them incapacitated, make sure they can't raise any alarms, learn what we can, and then hoof it out of here. Mm -hmm. All right, right. Not used to taking orders, but. And I'm, the boss. I'm not giving an order, I, to, uh, to, to, to be clear. <laughs> Just the way I see it. Let's definitely disable this shuttle, too, for sure. If there's okay. like a couple of wires we could pull without, you know, 
Can I just awesome. pull some shit out from under yeah. the like, like <laughs> navigation and like the starter, like the ignition, basically? Like, yeah, it's just pull a few things out and like put them in some random boxes. In, like, yeah, just the... put it. <laughs> yeah, in uh, mechanically taking a ship apart is way easier than putting it back together. Mm-hmm. Emotionally, for Bina, it's not. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely, rough. It's definitely harder. Ugh, but she has a time. <laughs> yeah. Um. But she says she goes. She goes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, oh okay. It's not, she it's not my ship. Any, I mean, it is my ship, but not at the moment. She's she's talking to the ship. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> can all of you talk to ships? Is that just sort of a? Well, I mean, I do. They don't talk. Do... They don't talk back to me when I do it. It just makes me feel better. And she goes back under the. Under the... <laughs> I don't understand anything. I'm going to hide. <laughs> all right. Um, just want to pull out a cru- crucial few crucial pieces, just so it's yeah going to be difficult to get it off the ground. Right. So while Bina is sort of dismantling the the shuttle, uh, the rest of you are taking up positions. Taking yes. up position. Yep. Okay. Uh, how do you position yourselves? Like, well, first of all, are we all staying inside the shut? <laughs> Excuse me, voice crack. Uh, the the <laughs> shuttle itself, and hoping that they get close to it or enter it. Because there's also the like w- wider shuttle bay at large. I think we should stay inside the shuttle. That's what I'm thinking too. Because that's and cool. Draw them in Wait. if we need to. Somehow. And then can there be someone like by by the door to like close the door of the shuttle so they're trapped in here with us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I would oh. also like to um, within the shuttle turn off communications and also see if um, uh, hey Alma, uh, it, it, do you think you could like dampen communications for a certain part of the station? Or is that a bit of a stretch? I can try. Uh, oh. it, I think it might come down to a choice between that and keeping the uh, the station sensors blind to our ship. But No, let's stay quiet. That sounds like a better okay. idea. Okay, I'll let you know if we need you. Okay, I'll be here. Okay. Well, I can at least get the shuttle's con- con- communications offline. Can't do it yeah. for the whole bay. Well, let's... Let's hope they want something that's in the shuttle. I mean, we can always just make a ruckus. I will say that it absolutely would be possible for you to attempt to do that yourself from the inside the shuttle bay. Ooh. You could attempt to you could attempt to shut down that the communications. I kind of want to. <laughs> we're ambushing five people. Yeah, I want to take a look at that. Uh, go quick and. Okay. Uh, are you going by of... yourself or is somebody else going to? I'll, it's up to you guys. I'm going. Is that but... like somewhere else? Like where? It's were outside. You going it's outside of the shuttle, but it's in the shuttle bay. Like there is, there's, oh, a, okay. there's sort of like a small booth Terminal to one. Like, Ooh, yeah, it's like nice. it's basically just like a little sort of enclosed booth. Um, I can hide in there. Yeah. Yeah. That like that has like all the op like basically the computer operations. It's essentially like what passes for flight control on this station, on a station mm-hmm. this size. It's it's a small booth. Um, that can be sealed in the event of any sort of c- uh, containment breach. But, yeah. Whether or not the seal still functions as intended is a different story, but, yeah. That is... Uh... Okay. So I would offer to go, because she doesn't know any of your combat abilities. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, uh, right. So, yeah, so Bina okay. will scramble down out of the shuttle and back over to the booth. All right. So uh, Bina and Desiree making their way over to the to the booth. Bina, you, you step inside as you start... Uh, messing with, fussing with the controls, just sort of pulling up displays and things like that, starting to 
essentially waking up the systems as you're sort of yeah, like going yeah. through. And, Good morning. Mm-hmm. Hello. She's going to like pat stuff as it's like waking up as if it helps. It doesn't. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, if you want to attempt to, eventually you find, you're able to find the, uh, like the, the communications mm-hmm. um, panel. Can I also get, you can, this might not be possible, but like security, like, can I get eyes on that hallway or whatever is out just outside of the shuttle bay from here? Interestingly, just to have up? as you're pulling, as you're looking for it, you note that there actually isn't, there aren't, there aren't security cameras. Okay. The, okay. Yeah. You, you're basically, what you, when you go looking for that, what you're pulling up is essentially the same stuff that you got from the ship. Um, okay. Cool. Just basically like the same stuff that Alma got when, she, when the ship connected. Okay. Then just communications yep. let's do it all right so let's, i'm gonna have you make a roll yes. this is going to be a, an intellect roll with a difficulty of four cool um does any of my mechanic stuff help here probably not okay can i get an asset out of the captain who knows this station yeah can i like give her the passwords yeah, the, the swordfish password hell yeah yeah okay. absolutely um Swordfish. This <laughs> okay. Password to everything. Was that just improvised? <laughs> yeah, that was totally improvised. <laughs> Swordfish. Okay. Um, does any of the com- would any of the computer functions like help at all? This is an awakener, though. Let's say I wouldn't be like. Yeah. On there. Okay. Um, that's all i can get with that one unless my enlightened helps being able to see what i've all of the shit no that's not gonna okay all right then i'm gonna spend for one all right bring it down to a difficulty two yes all right i have an edge of two so that's great difficulty two six or better six or better my god five (laughs) that's just not fair that's fine i'll sit with that failure you just sort of you 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 go through and it's this it's not so much that the systems are complex so much as they're old and this isn't the this is like she's familiar enough with ship system but this isn't like her bag yeah this is that these systems are old and a lot of them don't function as in they they're quirky uh, to say the least, they're they're they have had, who knows how many uh, how many years of neglect to develop bizarre power fluctuations and incredible just yeah it's yeah rough um, it's, it's it's rusty rough. yeah but I am gonna offer you a GM intrusion I'll take it all right uh, go ahead and uh, take one XP and uh, distribute the other as you see fit. Um, I'm gonna give one to Olam because I think he spent an XP on me when I was trying to do my big scary effect up in space last time. All right. Um, that's forever ago, but I've <laughs> haven't had a GM intrusion in a long time. Right. Um, so, uh, as you're sitting there working through the systems, you can see you're basically like encountering error after error as you're going uh-huh. through and just sort of at beep, one point, beep, beep. it's just, you're just uh, uh, uh. getting very like frustrated. <laughs> and finally at one point you're like, okay, I'm going to try this one last thing. And you, you do it. Um, and you see, uh, it's, you see um, uh, error, pro- oh. user unrecognized pro- process does not exist. And it says, initiating lockout uh, <laughs> and, that, and 
Too many wrong attempts were wiping yeah. your iPod. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden, uh, as that happens, oh no! You you see like all the systems like lock you out, and then you watch as <laughs> another system, another another display. You you see it say, uh, uh, catastrophic system error. Um, and, and then you guys hear overcomes just here gonna go oh <laughs> catastrophic system error initiating safeguards uh, and at that exact moment then you just begin to hear like you begin to hear an uh, a, a an alarm blare oh no like klaxons or like smaller uh, it's than that? not like big loud klaxon noise but it's loud enough it's loud enough you could do that Especially, never done that before. <laughs> especially in the in the silence of the otherwise silent station, mm-hmm. it is loud. It cuts off immediately, Ooh. and then like immediately, like it starts, and then you can hear as it like fails basically. Oh. Um, Beanie, Beanie goes, "Oh, this is what I get. This is karma for hurting a ship." And then and then you watch as the shuttle bay doors begin to close, but oh. like, be, but they're like the system is locked down so the doors are like the mechanical process is working where but like none of the computer stuff is happening and none of the computer processes are happening so the doors start screeching like metal on metal screech and grind and then they just sort of stop and you watch as an explosion of sparks from the door and then they just stop moving like the screeching grinding stops um you i didn't do it right you stop as if if anyone didn't hear that listen just sort of listening and in the distance, you just hear. Hide, 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 hide. Uh, you hear just sort of a shriek in the distance, what? just sort of. Um, as you like, the two of you just exchange a glance. Like a person-sounding shriek, like like someone shrieked, or, or like the Mm-mm. ship made a shriek. It definitely was not a was not a sound that a person would make. Okay, oh, just some shit. weird. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Thank you for the follow. Uh, um. Oh, this is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, uh, guys. Olam and I are in the in the ship in the little. We, sh- we hear the shriek even from inside the shuttle. Probably. Yeah. I was gonna ask that too. yeah. Uh, at this point, you hear. Sorry, I turned that way. Oh way god. Uh, at this point, you hear like the comms crackle again, and you hear Alma saying. Okay, I don't know what you did, but they're all moving towards you now. Let's hide. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Just, <laughs> you weren't a booth. Um, uh, she's gonna tell the uh, guys in the shuttle, uh, kind of ping them, be like, "We have company." Oh gosh. <laughs> I want to try and hide like a bit closer to where like people would be because I'm a melee person. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Like the 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 booth has doors that go out to either side of it. One that can certainly give you quick access to the the shuttle bay door um from this angle sort of as as your the like that door is open like the door that door to the booth is open you can get a, a good angle out of the shuttle bay door sort of as, at an at an angle and as you're looking um standing there just for a moment you you catch movement um and then you catch sort of a flash of like something glowing green oh shit oh no they've had the fucking Connection. Oh, oh no. Um, and then as like as you uh, Desiree, as you look a little closer, kind of trying to pierce the darkness, um, you watch as all of a sudden two like glowing green pinpricks oh, sort of uh, shine back at you suddenly from the from the corridor outside, oh, no. and then a second pair, and then a third pair, 
and you watch as movement starts uh, starts stirring in the shadows as several humanoid forms begin oh. detaching themselves from the shadows, running full tilt towards the, the shuttle bay. Um, as they rush in, you can see... The weird thing about it is that at first glance, you recognize members of your crew, but the more you look at them, the more their movements are more bestial and more, uh, like most of them aren't, aren't even holding weapons. Most of them just seem to be like having, like have their, their hands sort of out and just sort of like widespread fingers just sort of searching around, um, l just wildly looking around the, the shuttle bay. Um, you can see sort of these dark black veins that are like, that are kind of going through all, through their skin. Um, as you just sort of watching this strange turn of events, their eyes glowing a, a sort of sickly green color as they all start beginning pour, pouring one after the other into the shuttle bay. Hope they don't see you. Um, all, meanwhile, Olim and Mason, you're sort of like looking just sort of up over the, the dash of the, of the shuttle, yeah, exactly. seeing... <laughs> Yeah. Seeing a group of warped uh, rush into the shuttle bay. I guess there's probably no point in hiding, huh? Uh, yeah, we should uh, go do something about that, I guess. Yeah, we should take care of that. <laughs> okay. Pretty conversational, love it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Just another day. Yeah, uh, I start like creeping yeah. out towards the exit of the shuttle. Uh, as you as you're doing that, you hear Alma's voice crackling over the comms once again, saying. Uh, whatever you're gonna do, I suggest you do it fast because the rest of them are gonna be on you in less than two minutes. Oh shit! Okay. Before, as as these guys were talking, if I could get like the jump on, maybe ideally two of them, but mm -hmm. if I could just get to one, that's fine. I want to yeah. just come out and start swinging. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, you you can pretty easily as they sort of rush into the shuttle bay, basically like not even glancing in the direction of the booth, they just sort of rush into the shuttle bay and start like. Uh, heads sort of low, hanging low and swiveling around the room. Um, you are able to sort of sidle in from from the side and from behind. Before she jumps out, I kind of I want to like grab her elbow and just be like, "Sound and movement attracts them. Just have that on your radar." And then she's gonna go back and start like trying to figure out what she's gonna do. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what? All right, so make a lot of noise and they'll come to me. Got it. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to oh. uh, go for, I, I don't know if they're in any sort of formation, but like if there's maybe two of them back here yeah, like at, at the end of whatever trail it is. There's I definitely two of the five are, are much closer to you than the, than the others, but yeah. Uh, freaking jump out of my uh, hiding spot with um, uh, taking a swipe with the cutlass at one. And uh, as I'm sort of getting in the middle of them, uh, I don't know if anyone can see her, but her... Uh, her leg, her cybernetic leg, uh, as she twists in the air, it turns into a blade. Metal plate shift and try and uh, kick at the guy behind me. Okay, so cool as hell. Um, Sick. So I'm gonna have you get you get the jump on them. So we're not gonna bother with it with initiative right now. But uh, so I'm gonna have you go ahead and make make an attack. Um, this will be you can choose speed or might. It's up to you. Uh, with melee attacks, you can choose whether it's speed or might. Uh, roll, okay. but the difficulty on this is going to be three. Okay. Um, so I have, uh, what's my thing? I have surprise attack if I attack from a hit advantage with surprise before an opponent's uh, acted, I get my reduced difficulty by one. Awesome. Um, and on a successful, I'll inflict two additional points of damage, but let's hit first. Okay. Um, I I think my eye patch counts as an, ice, as an asset. It does. 
and then I have uh, I'm trained in medium bladed attacks, so I think I just hit. Yeah. Yeah, actually, you you would not have to roll for that. Right, um, and I want to, if possible, I want to use mighty blow, so I hit both of them. It's a two might point spend, but I have an edge of two. Excellent. Um, yeah. So I hit both of them, and uh, so it's four damage plus the two for um, the surprise attacks. So yeah, six, so six damage. damage. Both of them. <laughs> cool as hell. Cool. No roll. <laughs> yes. All right. She like you see uh, if if it's cool binary. Yeah, go bit. for it. Okay. Uh, so you remember that name? She gave herself the dancing blade. You can anyone that's that can see the people yeah. on shuttle probably can't, so they won't see how cool this is, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, she comes like spinning out of here of the of her hiding spot, uh, coming over her shoulder at the first one, going for like his uh, place where his shoulder meets his neck. Uh, and as she does that, she spins on her like flesh foot and does a um, a roundhouse kick to the guy behind her, sort of going for his uh, his waist, his stomach. Ooh, yeah, just sort of be- becoming a, a veritable uh, whirling dervish of blades as she just springs into action immediately, like just ruthless efficiency sort of like reaching out like cutting down the uh cutting into these these creatures both of them are severely injured by this as you just as you cut through both of them simultaneously uh the other three like immediately hearing the the commotion immediately like turn and look in your direction um steal my ship will you (laughs) uh now we're going to we're going to have Roll. have some initiative rolls. This is the difficulty is three on the on the initiative here. I can't do anything to help me, so I'm just gonna roll. Okay. I'm specialized in initiative, so it's difficulty one. Yes. So I'll roll that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, dexterity power shift. Is that yep. something I've used in the past? It is. Yep. My sight doesn't help me here probably at all. Yeah, ever. probably Nothing. not. God damn it. I got a natural 20. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I got, a, I got a 10, so I succeed. Okay. Uh, a three. Oh, excuse me. Ooh. All right. Oh, I got a 17. Three. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So everybody except for Bina goes, uh, goes, and I'll actually go ahead and say just with that, uh, with that 20 on the, on the initiative, Olam, um, you, I'll, I'll, I'll put you first and then you can, the rest of you can sort of decide your order, but yeah. So go for it. Okay. I, so as, as Captain Desiree is doing this bit of, uh, blade dancing, I like come skittering out of the like door of the shuttle and I just, uh, point my hand at one of the ones that she's not engaged with and just, to shoot a, a burst of gravitonic energy or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what? Out of curiosity, the what's the the range on onslaught? Is it? Short oh gosh, I think it, range. Uh, yeah, good question. I think it is only short. Let me find it real quick. Sorry. Um, page. I suspect that you are within short range of these creatures. I just am curious what the what. The... It is within short range. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. because this this shuttle bay is big enough for like on a good day two shuttles but it's com- comfortably will fit one so like basically everything in here is within short range so like yeah you can cool. um you uh <laughs> Ooh, actually that's not entirely true no everything if you're sta- you're standing kind of more or less in the middle of the in, in of the shuttle bay so 
with I that everything so, yeah. everything is within short range of you. Everything in the room is within short range of you. Um, but yeah, so right, that makes from the middle. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can easily do. So go ahead and uh, and roll. It's difficulty three. All right. Um, I'm gonna spend. Oh no. Let's see. Yeah. It was. Okay. I'm gonna spend uh, a level of effort for the attack roll mm -hmm. and put the two power shifts into the damage. Okay. And so, with an edge of two, the power itself costs one, and the level of effort would be three. I'm spending two from my intellect pool. Okay. And the difficulty goes from three to two. All right. I so think. Yeah. Six or better. Oh gosh, I hope I get it. And it's not the mind slice type of the attack. Right, it's it's a physical, full on yeah. physical energy, baby. All right. Physical energy. Seventeen. Ooh, Ooh which That's... is one extra point of yeah. damage. Yeah. So what's that total out to? So it's eleven damage. <laughs> so what do I see as this happens? Uh I I I step out and like I step in a wide stance, I just raise my right hand and the my floppy cardigan waves in the wind. Yeah. And and then there's this like it's almost like my arm moves like a like a like a big giant artillery thing real quick and then there's this like just almost instantaneous line of like it kind of looks like the bullets in the like distortion part of the of matrix thing? yeah it's like this beam of distortion in the air and this thing yes. when it's struck is like knocked back really hard yeah it the 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 warped that you that you hit with this goes flying through the air slams up against against the bulkhead falls to the ground and lays there unmoving. Oh, who are you people? <laughs> New friends. <laughs> you'll, you'll see. <laughs> um all right. Uh between uh between Desiree and Mason, who wants to go? I don't know. I've I'm already a... done a cool thing. You can go. I don't know. Mason wants to see more cool stuff. <laughs> all right, cool. Then I'll 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 do the same thing, mm -hmm. uh, except for uh, sort of continuing the spin. I'll do a I'll do an umbrella uh, at the guy in front of me and sort of a mule kick to the guy behind me. All right. Um, uh, go ahead and roll. you just oh, do it. I'm I'm still acting before them. Does my surprise attack or is that yeah, is no, that done? No, you you are okay. you are absolutely still acting before them. <laughs> Cool, cool. So that's a, a six damage to both yeah. of them again. It just with that second, with that second round of blows, both of them just fall. So go ahead if you want. You can describe how that how that goes down. Nice. Yeah. So I uh, umbrella over my head to the guy behind me, and I want to uh, sort of um, get his just head right off. Mm -hmm. uh, and with with the mule kick um, to the uh, guy behind me, I want to land him in his chest maybe the blade kind of sinks into his chest a little bit and i just kind of like shake my leg to get him off <laughs> <laughs> there's like, like as he's as you're like, starting oh. to fall you almost lose your balance but you dislodge it just at the last second as it just sort of collapses um yeah these aren't people that like i liked right these are <laughs> they certainly aren't anymore <laughs> doesn't seem right. like it yeah okay fair <laughs> yeah, on 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 several levels uh, <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah so uh you sort of Look down, look at, like, kind of give a quick look at a couple of, at their face and be like, eh, and then just continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mason, what are you doing? There's, yeah, there's only, I, there's only two left now. <laughs> I, okay, perfect. Um, I'm going to slide down the ramp mm -hmm. and, like, pulling out my little, my pistol mm -hmm. and uh, shoot one. 
All right. Get him. Go ahead and uh, and make a make a roll. Speed roll. Difficulty is three. Sweet. Uh, let's see. I'm going to actually. Nope. Sliding. I'm doing. I'm sliding. Um, <laughs> shooting. Uh, okay, so I can shoot small weapons. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that brings it down by one. And I uh, think dexterity is only for defense. So mm -hmm. and stuff. So I'm so. going to roll that. All right. So that's so a difficulty. Two two then right you only reduce it yeah. once okay yep six, six or better i'm doing this i'm gonna do it yeah yeah, yeah. 13 <laughs> 13 yeah that's that'll hit so what uh this is a light weapon yeah okay and you don't have any additional damage or anything like that to it no okay. <laughs> if you wanted to you could apply a level of effort to increase the damage that's right yeah that's right yeah, yeah. let's do it yeah, each, each level That's of effort that you spend for for damage increases the damage by two. Or by okay, three, I'll sorry. Spend... Okay, I'll do one. Okay, so it's a total of five damage to the one. All right. Yeah, yeah you uh, you sort of slide down the ramp. As you come to a halt, you take careful aim just like through through the landing struts of, of the shuttle towards the uh, towards the warped and fire, catching one like like right through, like you watch as, it, as, the, as the projectile rips right through the throat. Um, is just sort of like standing, staggering, still up and moving. A shot that would have put down anybody else. Uh, the 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 creature sort of looks around, um, sort of still staggering from the impact, and then just sort of looks, uh, doesn't doesn't seem to track your specific location, and instead focuses on Olin. Well, I'm still gonna make whatever movement I can in my turn. I'm going to be moving towards it, even after, even when shooting it, I'm advancing as quickly as I can All to right. it. Yeah, taking an action in Cypher, uh, you can move an immediate distance, but anything anything beyond that uh, requires special stuff. So I think you can yeah, either choose to move or act unless you have one of two abilities. One of them right. lets you roll to move, and the other one just lets you move. Right. I have fleet of foot. I think... Ooh, how does that work? Because I think that, that could be relevant. I, rem I, I remember. If it's the ability that I think it is, it might be relevant, but it... Uh, yeah, if you succeed at a difficulty two speed roll, it's a difficulty speed two roll to yeah, run. So you... you can move a short distance. Okay, and take cool. Yeah, so the same round. Perfect. Yeah, then that that's the yeah. Just... Yeah, so you literally you could just you could just run to like an, another area of cover, like behind crates or something. <laughs> so yeah. like Mason comes to a stop at the bottom, like sliding to the bottom, comes to a stop at the bottom, levels a shot, fires, and then just continues motion, just m like moving, uh, like. The way that I see this uh, thematically is like you're you're basically like fully prone as you take the shot, but then you like shift <laughs> you shift your your body's center of gravity suddenly, like with your ad your adaptation, you shift your body's center of gravity so that you just come upright uh, and then just keep yes. running. Amazing. That's right. It's exactly what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna keep on moving. Yeah, uh, and kind of sliding behind a behind a, a pile of crates, just sort of. It's actually their turn, the two of them, or I should say the one and a half of them that are left, um, as the one that Mason just hit r makes a full run towards Olam. Um, and as it, as it reaches, you can see uh, as, as the, like, the gnarled, clawed fingers just reach out for you, and uh, I need you to make a speed defense roll here. The difficulty is three. Oh... Um, uh, I'm going to spend one level of effort okay. on this. 
I have a little bit of an edge there, so it cost me two instead of three. And I, I dropped the difficulty from three to two. So yes. Difficulty three? Yep. Okay. All right, so here goes. I, I'm... This is the part when you're spending on defense rolls, you got to do some calculus. Like, is it worth the damage that I might lose? <laughs> right. I, yeah. And I judge that it could be right now. So let's. I don't remember how these guys hit. Fifteen. Okay. Yeah. 15. So you definitely succeed as uh, as it comes Ooh. running towards you. Uh, it just swipes at you. These big sort of like artless strikes, like fast, but not. But you can like you can see them coming, and you basically just like duck under them and sort of away from them. Um, the other one goes running for Desiree, uh, and attempts to make, make a strike, uh, go ahead and make a speed defense roll difficulty three. I'm trained at speed defense. Um, from that, that, that looked like, did that look like a bad hit or did that look like maybe I could take it? It looks like it, think the way that I, the way that the, I, I think of the warped is like, you know, the, uh, the, the rage zombies from 28 days later are you familiar with oh, them okay so those it's, aren't cool <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like that like whereas they essentially have the same physical capabilities that they had in, in life but with none of the inhibitions that it, that it, like that they would normally have essentially so gotcha. so i think it looks like actually literally like just from from watching these things you can see as they as they strike you can almost see with like the the force of some of their strikes like shoulders dislocating with the, with like the force of some of the strikes so yeah yeah because normally desiree's pretty like cocky about this kind of stuff but yeah. i think just seeing how weird this mm -hmm. is she's gonna i'll spend a level of effort which is it's three so down to two if i have one edge right that's how the game works yep <laughs> yep all right cool so it's difficulty one okay so go ahead and make three or better what'd you get <laughs> That's a one. <laughs> oh. you keep... That's a one. Oof. That's fun. That's, that's fun. Let's do it. All right. So, uh... Do you want to reroll? I, I don't have XP, and also... No, I'm I saying, feel... like, do you want to reroll? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. This will be fun. This will be fun. I'm, okay. I'm basically full up on things right now, so if I... Okay. Also, you guys have superpowers, so... <laughs> okay. So, uh, you, you sort of watching you're unprepared even what you just saw you're unprepared for how quickly and how like and how strong these attacks are coming in as you see it reaches out and you uh you go to sort of into like a standard defense but the fact is you're not fighting a combat trained opponent or at least not somebody who is using combat training so mm -hmm. what you're prepared for isn't what comes at you um, and also maybe like this is a person i kind of liked <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like oh i didn't hate you ah oh, damn okay yeah, well whatever no, cool. uh, and as you as you take uh as you sort of take a step to avoid um it comes at you very quickly and you compensate reflexively sort of stepping back onto one of the fallen one of the fallen ones and you just sort of tumble backwards um the the like basically the combination of the force of the hit hitting you and like you being off balance just knocks you flat um so you would immediately take uh that is <laughs> six points of might damage is this uh soaked by armor uh, yeah it definitely it is yeah. okay so i take three points of my damage cool yeah Ooh. it's it's still it it hurts it yeah, hurts yeah, and it not, hits like but better me than you yeah, guys it it hits like a truck like it just mm -hmm. catches you like full in the chest as you just go go down um mm -hmm. and yeah it's 
you sort of now kind of tangled up in uh, limbs, basically, as the uh, the creature, like the dead creature on the floor, sort of uh, inhibits your ability to sort of scramble away to a point where you can actually get up. Um, the worst part is that this is embarrassing because I'm usually really good at balance. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm really annoyed. <laughs> which brings us to Bina. Ah, mm, okay. Um, uh, do we... Hmm. Alma said there were more coming. Mm-hmm. She said they're, they're like less than two minutes away. Yes. Okay. I would like to try to find what's jamming that door. Hypothetically, if it's mechanical, I can get it to close and buy some time. Okay. Because they seem like they've got this under control. Okay. And I'll help if I need it later, but I would like to fix this door. Um, I'd like to close it. Okay. This won't be your action, but uh, go ahead and make make an intellect look. defense or not defense, an intellect roll. Um, yeah, just in, just. Is this like is this like to perceive what's? No, like, to... not not this. This is sort of like this is just. This is a this is a role because only because you're like in the heat of the moment, and this is a role that Bina could. This is sort of a diagnostic thing that Bina could okay. normally do mini, just at a mini glance. diagnostic. Yeah, got it. This okay. is the kind of thing that Bina would normally be able to do at a glance, but there's a lot of stuff happening right now. Got it. Um, what was the difficulty? Uh, the difficulty on this is going to be two. Two. Okay. B- uh, mechanic. Yes. Okay, I do it. <laughs> okay, so just at a glance, everything that you saw happen with that door. Um, while physically, like something physically holding the door is the issue, something mechanical, the actual issue seems to be computers, like the computers that, the computers that That I locked myself out of. Yeah. Not only that, but even if you could, like from what you saw, the doors pretty much jammed themselves Mm, in the sense that. There's... So like it's currently trying to close, but not there's something stopping. No, not it. anymore. Not anymore. Shit. See, okay. that, that's the thing. That's the thing that Bina would re- would recognize is that if they were still trying to close, then maybe there'd be something that you can do about it. But the fact that they have stopped entirely tells you that the entire mechanism is damaged. Done. Yeah. Got it. The whole like w- the doors trying to close without the computers uh, releasing them um, damaged the whole mechanism. I see. Um, from my skimming through the system. And I can make this my turn to look for this if mm-hmm. you would prefer. Um, does this, like, have? Are there like containment, like breach, hole breach shit? Like this is a this is a shuttle bay, so it is exposed to space for parts. If like, is there like a failsafe? Uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like force field style thing that could sl- shut this room off. Yeah. From the rest of the station, not physically, but with a that kind of a thing. Could I trigger that somehow? Um if that exists. <laughs> it almost certainly does, but again, that's a computer thing. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like I just is there a way I can trick some like fool some sensors that to make it automatically do it? I don't know. This is, this is <laughs> Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know I'm trying to get to know the tech that's here because I don't know what Beanie can do. Yeah. It is possible 
but in order to do it, you would have to circumvent whatever lockdown is happening. Errors included, so it'd be very difficult. Bad. Okay. You could, you could, you could probably, you could do it. It's possible, but it would be very hard. Ugh. And like, normally it would probably be an, it would probably be a no-brainer, but like time is sort of a factor here. Exactly. Yeah. Like if I wasn't, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. They're. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, is this like? Are they like impending, or do we have like a second before the next wave comes in? Okay. It so like? it's been like a handful of seconds since Alma told oh, you okay. you have minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Then I'm going to dazzling radiance. The two remaining ones using my power shift for target for the number of targets as opposed to accuracy and damage. Okay. Um, then... Okay. So then this would be a uh, an intellect roll, and the mm-hmm. difficulty on this would be uh, three. Cool. <laughs> I'm going to spend... Two. This will make them not hit you guys. Um. Cool. Get it down to level one. Okay. Difficulty. Sounds good. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. So that is on both of them. Had the bursts of that, like burst of sparkler light around, kind of in their eyes and near their head. Uh, they both take. Two damage, and the next until the end of the next round, so until the end of my next turn, if they try to make an attack on any of you guys, it is distracting and it is reduced by one. Yeah. So there's this this sudden bright flash around um, around the the. She like reaches out and goes. <laughs> yeah. This bright flash, uh, sort of localized around the the heads of the two that are still standing, um, that you can see. Uh, from Desiree being the closest, and and Olam actually, the two of you being the closest to them, watch as like at, in the wake of the flash, you can see some burn scarring, like up, like some scorches on their on on their uh, on their flesh, um, and both of them like start like blinking confusedly, so suddenly like being enti- like looking like they might be a little unclear as to your exact location as they're sort of like uh, trying to seemingly trying to focus on you. Um, which brings us back to the top. Whoever wants to go, it's on you. Between the three of you. Hmm. Okay. I will. Right? Sure. All right. What you got, <laughs> Dodging. Mason? I'm going to dodge out of cover. I'm going to... How, how far... How close... Mm. How far up can I... How close am I to the nearest one? Uh, you're, you're, within, you're within short range of it. Can I get to it and make a, an attack? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going uh, to run up. Actually, or no, no, no. I think the I way that fleet, so, foot, the fleet of Foot works is that you have to do the attack first, and then... I think you make a check to do the movement. Right. Isn't that what it is? Yeah. Like, if is you it? succeed on a check, you can do the movement, oh, and yeah, then the spe- you can also do your action? That's right. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is how it is. That is how it goes down. Okay, so yeah, you can... So go ahead, and uh, this would be... Hold on. What... Do you know? It's a difficulty two check. It is okay. Normally. Cool. Yeah. Then that's what we're gonna do. So go ahead and make a difficulty two speed ta- speed task. 
and your dexterity slash speed power shifts will probably help. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. I think I don't have to. Oh yeah, no, you might not have to roll on this one. Because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a I have two power shift. Mm-hmm. Oh two. hell yeah. Yeah. So never mind. You you, yeah. you can just do this. Uh, <laughs> can I just zip yeah. on over yeah. real quick? <laughs> yeah. Mason with with uh, superhuman speed just dashes out from from behind cover and just in a headlong dash towards one of them. Which one? The injured, like the more injured of the two. I want the more injured of the two. Okay. Because if this doesn't work, it won't look as cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are you doing? I'm just going. So I'm going to. Um, speed speed up to it and uh, use my no need for weapons, mm. and I'm gonna plant an elbow right into its oh. face. Ooh. Speed up to it. I and forgot switch. you took that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So sorry. Now I have to remember what it does. <laughs> I, think it, I think you can uh, treat it, uh, treat your uh, kick or a fist as a medium or light weapon. Medium or light, or is it light or medium? Uh, blah blah blah. <laughs> I was just looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's um It's on this this page here. No need wep uh you can make an unarmed attack such as a punch or a kick. You can choose whether it is a considered a medium weapon or a light weapon. Dope. All right, which are you That's choosing cool. then? I think I'll do medium. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? Okay. I, yeah. Cool. It's the elbow. <laughs> uh go ahead and make go ahead and make the the uh, the attack. This is a I think this one is it a? I think this would this be a? I mean, melee. I think you just. I think you choose regardless. So yeah, just yeah. Um, miter speed roll up to you. Uh, they're the same for me okay, either way. Cool. Yeah. Then make make My a roll difficult because it's so yeah, speedy. Difficulty is three on this one. Okay, and then I will. Uh, you trained in medium weapons. Uh, probably as a as an, as an explorer. Yeah, I, I think we've like, talked about you had light and, light and medium. I think so, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that makes yeah. sense. That's come into play before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so there you go. That's yeah, that's, so it's a difficulty one. one. So, okay. Or no, difficulty, difficulty two. One. No, sorry, two. difficulty yeah, two. Yeah, that makes more sense. Sorry, for some reason I thought you'd resist. So it. six. Yeah, six or better. I'll, I'll do that. All right. Here we yeah. go. <laughs> 13 again. Ooh, Ooh nice. <laughs> Thank you so much for the raid, Dank Dungeon Delves. Thanks Welcome. Uh Okay, sorry. What did you get, Freeman? 13. 13, 13. yeah. Okay, nice, uh, nice, nice. with that, you just, uh, like, describe to me how this thing goes down, because, yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't move quite as quickly as the Flash, mm-hmm. but I move it's unnaturally. It's like, like Captain quick. America running. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then just, like, kind of, like, put the gun, like, like toss the gun to the other hand, and... Yeah, <laughs> just, like, elbow, elbow strike this thing as it just goes down, like, with your momentum, just goes... Whoosh, slides onto the ground, then just starts sliding across the the shuttle bay, the deck of the shuttle bay for a little while, for a little ways, and then comes to a to a halt. Um, who's up next? There's one of these things that looks only <laughs> mo- m- minor damage has happened. You want to take that hit me, or is it? It's yeah, it's the one. one. It's the one that hit you. Yeah. All right, I'm mad. <laughs> so I wanna um. In, in Cypher, is there like a penalty to attacking while prone, or would I need to like get up? Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna. I'm, I would give it an increased level of difficulty for that one step up. Okay, because I almost, I almost want to do a cool windmill thing with my legs so that I can still <laughs> hit it while prone. Yeah, you can. <laughs> like, I will, I will, I almost wanted like. I know it's not the smart yes. thing to do, but I think Desiree is just. Do yeah, it. so off. The, it's the the same attack, but the difficulty is four now. So it's up to you okay. what you would like to do. Yeah, absolutely. I will. Uh, this seems like a place that I want to spend some stuff. So. Uh, for target lock, eye patch, and the medium bladed attacks, bring us it down to a difficulty two. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, as I said, I'm pissed, so I'm going to spend uh, some might, and I have an edge of two in might, so I only spend one. All right. Nice. All right, so three or better if I've done my math correctly? Yes, that is correct. 19! <laughs> oh, yes! There we go! Ex extra damage. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah that's So what, it would normally be... Uh, is that three oh, extra damage? I, I did not declare this before. Sorry. Or is it... Uh, yeah. There's also a thing that I can do called a called a thrust, which is a one might point spend, mm -hmm. which just does uh, one extra damage. Okay. So I think okay. if I remember correctly, a 19 is three extra damage. It's an 18. Oh, 18. I thought you said 19. Yeah. Okay. No. Then 18. Two. Is it two. Two extra damage. I yeah. Think so. Yep. So if, if you're cool with me saying that. Yeah. Absolutely. Sorry, that's I fine. Declare that before. Uh, but so that would be four up to five, and then from the 18, that's five up to six. <laughs> or seven, if you said two. What? Two. Two. Yeah. yeah. Seven. Oh wow, that's exactly how much I had left. So, nice. so just go ahead and describe this uh, this this amazing feat of violence. <laughs> yeah. So she nice just feet. she like plants her hands. She's she's, she's like puts the cutlass down. Like plants her hands and uh, does the Arya Stark sort of uh, kick spin yeah. uh, and slices this guy uh, probably just right sort of uh, through his midsection because that's probably all she can reach. Yeah. Uh, and as as she takes him down with her leg. Um, the, uh, the stabby leg. Uh, she plants him in the ground and uses that to stand up. So she's got uh, stand over him, like spearing him, yes. like sort of three point. Like, ah! <laughs> uh, with that, the last of the, of the, of the warped in this room go down. Um, as you all stand, just sort of looking around and you just hear- After like, so Bina goes, okay. And she goes back to <laughs> try to like fix shit to get us out of here. Yeah. Um, you just hear, you hear Alma's voice saying, um, not to rush you, but this might be an excellent time to leave. Uh, yes. Do we know if the way they're coming is the same way we have to go to get back to the airlock to our ship? Um, Alma responds saying, or I guess, no, yeah. they'd be coming from the opposite direction. They're coming from the opposite direction. Oh, then we could just run. Let's, let's just, just run. run. Let's just run. It's yeah. pretty simple. Yeah. I have questions, but we can worry about that later. <laughs> run first, questions later. later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, one time I agree with this. You, uh, you begin... <laughs> booking it down the down the corridor back to the airlock um at one point uh look glancing back over the shoulder you can see as uh there are a few of them that um s screaming kind of behind you as they as they uh come running down the corridor uh chasing down after you can see all you can see of them is the glowing green eyes that are coming towards you um I'm gonna fall a little bit behind everyone else, so that sort of as we're going up the ramp, I can turn around with my uh, what do I have? I've, I've got a wrist cannon, so I can try and pick them off yeah. as everyone's sort of getting into the. Yeah, there there are times when a couple of them get a little bold and get a little closer, and you just with a, with a quick quick shot of the of the wrist cannon, just, just it's less of a question of where are they and more of a question of where aren't they? Um, <laughs> and uh, just with like these sm small like just almost concussive blasts coming from behind you as you run towards the airlock, um, reaching it. Um, th no sooner does the last one of you cross the threshold than the airlock immediately begins closing slowly and slowly. And you watch I as- I pull up my shield and just hold it in front just in case. Yeah, you watch as the first few of them round the corner to the airlock and see you. And just with a single, like a single shriek, like start come barreling down down the <laughs> corridor, and then just at the last second, it just closes, and you hear the muffled on the other side uh, as as they impact against the uh, the other side of the airlock door. Um, as you uh, rush back into the into Awakener, um, 
Oh, I thought we were in. <laughs> no, this. Well, yeah, you you, the the airlock door that closed was the one to the station. But as you okay. are, but then the airlock door then has to open. But mm-hmm. on on your side, so making your way back into the ship, um, you uh, <laughs> you step inside, um, and Alma is already standing there, uh, waiting for you. As she says, "What was that?" Oh, that's right. You weren't awake yet. Um, you should get out of there and then mm-hmm. answer that answer that question because I also have it. Uh, Jade Jade cycling the the takeoff uh, okay. procedures. Um, is everybody okay? Did you? F- she sort of looks at all of you, sort of making sure yeah. that <laughs> like no obvious injuries. She sort of relaxes just a little bit. As the captain you- has a little bit, right? Yeah, I yeah. take like yeah. I like take my my jacket and I just kind of like press it to to my. Uh, shoulder that I got scratched mm-hmm. on. I'm like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, she says, Abriel should take a look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, sh- you feel as that jolt as the ship detaches from the airlock, and uh, you can feel the very slight. Um, uh, oops, what is playing? Hold on, that's what's supposed mm-hmm. to be playing. Um, you uh, as the you can feel that that slight. Um, the very slight increase in g-forces as the ship begins to move before the the everything like the ship starts compensating for them mm-hmm. um and uh as you move away uh now fully for the first time able to relax uh you all sort of settle in the in the common area um well, dang if the world weren't there it would have been nice to grab some <laughs> supplies provisions <laughs> steal from pirates that's cypher. Cool we oh, did sorry, steal are, from pirates. Are you saying this in character? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you did. You have stolen from pirates. We have stolen from pirates. That's pretty cool. What what you say? The warp? Warped? Warped. Yeah, so I guess I don't know why I didn't really make that connection earlier, but that thing that you guys were carrying does that to people. How long have you how long did you have it? You probably had it in your possession for maybe just shy of a month. Oh, oh wow! I okay. was for a bar for about a month, but it's been just oh. a couple more. So, you're, are you telling me that if I'd, they hadn't mutinied, I'd, I'd be like that? Probably, yeah. Unfortunately, unless they, some of them have moved. I don't know. I don't know what that means for your ship. I mean, I was gonna say. Lash sounded fine, unless those things can talk. It was a day ago. No, I mean, it's, we haven't ever heard them. As far as we know, yeah. It's... Unless the they've art... had found better containment for it. I, maybe the artifact's still on the station. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. I thought about that. I'm, I'm trying to figure out whether that message that we heard makes it clear that wh- where it is. I'm not sure it does, but... If the warped are here, and the feet, people on the ship were seemed fine one day ago, then we might have to go back in there. Um, mm. One thing that Desiree would know is that if the if the crew is operating business as usual, which it sort of seems from what you've seen so far that they are, um, mm-hmm. if they were pl- planning to meet somebody for a drop, they would have kept whatever they or not for a drop for for a handoff. They would have kept whatever it was, regardless of the cargo. They would have kept it closer to the majority of them. It's probably still on the siren. 
Oh, your ship. So either they have got a better way. It was contained and then became uncontained for an amount of time that let some of them turn, I don't know, and it's contained again now. Or the warp turning happened about 24 hours ago. And after that message was sent... If this thing robbed me of my chance to murder my entire crew, <laughs> I'm going to be so pissed. I mean, they're still upright. It's not them, though, right? This wasn't... At this point... It's not, it's not them. Right, at this point, um, a- Abriel enters with, with Patch right behind. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, uh, Desiree, you would see an, an Anzalonian woman um, probably, um, probably in her maybe third century or so, um, and uh, uh, dressed in torn, like ripped sleeve medical coat underneath of which she was wearing like just sort of a kind of turtleneck looking uh, thing as she carrying a, a med kit and behind her a Voxora. Um, which are not common, right? Not, but like no, not I mean, seen any of you, these things before. I mean, you've probably seen them, but mostly they'd like to keep to themselves and they are pretty they don't really hang out with organics yeah they're pretty yeah. rare um you might have you might have have co- had cause to deal with them at, uh, on occasion but uh yeah um abriel steps over and she says i heard that somebody was injured and this is my shocked face it wasn't one of the, no- the she, normal ones she looks over and sees you and says I mean, it's just a scratch, but this you passion me up. She, she just sort of, she looks. She's like, she glances over to over to Patch and says, "Too late to go back to my cell." And Patch, <laughs> Patch says, "Yes, it is. Your medical services are required." She says, "Okay." And she steps over and she says, mm-hmm. uh, she takes the uh, the wadded up uh, coat from the wound. She says, "Uh huh. Okay." She and she just sort of uh. like starts like looking at it and sort of applying like cleaning it and then starting to apply nano gel. So we don't or, need to go somewhere else. Somewhere <laughs> more private. She says, oh trust me privacy's hard to come by on this ship. Oh. <laughs> While she's kind of doing her business on the shoulder, she's, uh, Venus can be like, uh, it's probably good that you're here anyways. Um, we just found more warped. Um, you, uh, Desiree, you can, as you feel her sort of like cleaning the wound, you feel her stop and then continue. Um, as she kind of glances over, she says, warped here? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess when, when I heard we were chasing down an artifact, I thought it'd be a possibility. Um... She basically goes through asking like the procedural questions, like the how long was the exposure, mm-hmm. how long all this sort of stuff. She says, mm-hmm. "In all of my time studying this, these these effect the effects of these artifacts on people, it never had a we never had a. I mean, a month seems right about the right time. Transformations tend not to happen overnight. They're gradual, a r- gradual ramp up of sy- symptoms." Um, Headaches, bizarre dreams, um, uh, dizziness, um, uncommon aggression, things like that. Um, <laughs> that could have had something to do with the mutiny. Huh. Or at least added to it. Yeah. 
Yeah. She says, Chances are, if they were sapient enough to send a message yesterday, then they're probably still okay. Well, they're not like those in there. It's possible that these were exposed more or more frequently. Because the one of the things we noticed is, one of the things I, I noted is that certainly proximity to the uh, and, and regular uh, interaction with the artifact has an effect on how quickly these things happen, so. Their cure? We don't know. Although, uh, a, a bunch of orbital lasers to the surface of a planet seem to do the trick. Well, I mean, a cutlass also seemed to sort of do that. Well, there you go. There's a cure. Yeah. Um, she finishes applying the nanogel and she says, all right, you're all patched up. And she says, are we done here? And Patch turns and says, I shall escort you. Uh, and then turns back to you, uh, Desiree, says, my name is Patch. Captain Desiree, it's a pleasure to meet you. They just—they don't say another word. They just turn and, and follow follow Abriel out of the uh, out of the room. No, it's not our priority. But what's 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 the deal? Which one? <laughs> this is a great it's a great question. Um, I feel like we should start with you, but I'm that that doctor. Uh. Alma just rolls her eyes and just starts uh, starts um, <laughs> walking over to uh, to like adjust some things that like f- that basically like fell over basically like making herself busy essentially. <laughs> are we are we in FTL now on the way to the J- Jade? Take us in? Or... No, nope, you're still you're still just okay. sort of uh, currently um, just in in real space, just sort of nearby. Mm. I kind of want to see how far that next point is as far as travel goes. Yeah. Here you can easily pull up a wall console and just start, Mm. like, start, you know, plugging in the the coordinates. Yeah. Um, You can see that the the coordinates lead to um, a planet not actually that far away, maybe uh, less than a day. Less than a day's travel through FTL. Um, Probably about maybe eight hours in total. Um, And... As you're looking at the coordinates and the the map, the map gets pulled up. Desiree, you actually recognize the planet, as do you, Mason. Um, the The planet is one that is well known uh, as it's it's a lush jungle of a world. The planet itself does not have a proper name, or rather, it has many proper names. It depends on who you ask. Um, but uh, it is a bunch of lush jungles and uh, and. Uh, coast like wild coastlines but in the midst of one of the one of the continents on in the middle of the of one of the continents there is a an enormous uh, jungle valley in the center of which sits a massive city that is pretty much exclusively a a hideout for for outlaws pirates smugglers just the worst of the worst um yeah it is a city that has grown in scope from a small settlement, from a, like a small, like a little hut uh, about a hundred years ago, 
now to a just sprawling um, patchwork metropolis. <laughs> oh, look, they've grown. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the coordinates specifically, by the way, they, they get more specific than that, as there are in, encoded within the coordinates a specific location to a warehouse um, on the on the on the southern side of of the city. Is that location familiar to me at all? Like, no. do I know? No, I've never been there before. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, the specific warehouse. No, the the yeah, the, that's the, what I was asking. Yeah, the vicinity. Yes, it's a place where that's often used for, well, this, this purpose, mm -hmm. often used for black market, back alley trade and deals, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but not like someone I would recognize, like someone no. that I would recognize. No. Okay. Well, I mean, however they're going, it's to meet someone familiar, it's a new place, new uh, fight out, but... Going to the jungle's fun. Mm. Always the time. At least we have coordinates. Alma yeah. stands up. She says, "I'll let Jade know to lay in a course." Okay. Yeah. And she, as she, as she walks pa pa past you, Alma, as she or um, Bina, she just like squeezes your shoulder and just sort of uh, keeps moving back towards the uh, towards the cockpit. Um, I, I, as she walks up to the cockpit, I turn to. Captain Desiree, I'm like, all right, I think we finally have some time to fill you in uh, about a lot of things. A lot of things, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, I did snag a single bottle of rum from the glove compartment, so I'm just going to take that out. <laughs> I'm going to drink while you all talk. <laughs> all right, and that is where we're going to pick up next week. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, we exposit. Yeah. Yes. Um, so... Um, yeah, we went a little bit longer than we would normally do, but it is, uh, it was, uh, needed to get through we to that We got Lily here. Yeah, we got Lily. So, um, <laughs> Lily, you will be joining us again next week. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. I am very excited. Uh, excited too. <laughs> all right, well, first of all, thank you everybody for hanging out with us for, uh, for, uh, in, enjoying our adventures with us. Well, I hope you enjoyed them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And thanks for the raid. Yeah, yeah, thanks so much for the raid. Nice thanks, to Dungeon Dells. See you again. Yeah, good to see you. And to everyone who stuck around. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Awesome. Um, so we, uh, I'll I'll start with my little like programming announcement. So the first one, first and foremost, uh, we have Ramblemancy this week at 7 p.m. Pacific, our talk show where we just sort of talk about a variety of of nerdy topics. Uh, we do not have a topic for that just yet, but we will get one to you ASAP. Um, so you will know be uh, beforehand. Um, let's see. What else? We, we haven't talked about yet whether we're going to do a video game stream this weekend or not. Stay tuned for that. We'll, we still have to talk about that a little bit, but, um. Follow the socials. Yeah, follow the socials. So you can find us on, uh, on Twitter. Um, which is a good place to get some of that information as well as Discord. Those are the, like the top two places to follow what's happening schedule. And those things uh, will, well, the Twitter you can find just by scrolling down or just by typing it. It's on the screen. It's on the, it's on the, uh, somewhere on this overlay around here, down there. Or some, um, it's, hold on. I can, I, it's down there. It's over there in that corner. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> all right. So um, let's see. Yeah, so that's the best way of, of keeping up to date with web, everything that's happening. So, um, And then as for the Discord, you can find that here if you're not already a member. It is a – that's not how you spell Discord. Uh, it is a good place to just get a bunch of uh, information as well as chat with everybody if you're not already a member. It's a, it's a good way to go. We miss you, Olivia. I hope you feel better. Yeah. Aww, yeah. All right. Everybody send good vibes out to Olivia. Um, Henry, if you wouldn't mind uh, taking us out. Oh, absolutely. All right. Lucas already mentioned a few places that you can st stay in touch with us, see what we're working on. But we also have a little coffee if you want to support the stream. We thank you so much for doing so. We're just happy that you're here. And if you want to like, subscribe, retweet, stuff like that, that is also a fantastic help to us. But we're just so happy that people are enjoying these stories with us. Um, we also have a Patreon where we frequently release little bits of TTRPG uh, and media-related content, some of which is related directly to our current TTRPG shows. Um, shit, what else do we have? Oh, yeah. You can watch Infinite Horizon on YouTube, or you can listen to it in podcast form on a bunch of different um, platforms through Anchor. Uh, I believe we mentioned before we have a little merch store. Oh, no, I don't have my mug. Pretend I'm holding a mug that says Rule of Lore on it. Yeah, and these awesome Infinite Horizon shirts are there. Um, and like Luke said, Discord is a great uh, place to hang out, talk about whatever the heck you want. Just to be clear, uh, if you are a Twitch subscriber, you will get some of the same rewards as Patreon patrons via the Discord. So check the Discord out, especially if you are a subscriber here on Twitch. Yeah. Lots of good stuff for you there. Um, I actually also want to want to before we before we go out, I want to shout out uh, our our world builder patrons because we had an amazing writers room meeting last night with the with our world builders, and we did some cool shit, like oh, so much wait. cool stuff. I'm so oh, excited. I... We had we had a bunch of a bunch of folks who uh, hadn't been there before, and they brought some amazing ideas. To, and that I was so happy to to see uh, realized, and I'm very excited to bring them into game. Um, Spice up the writers' room. We love to I have you. Wait. Yeah, it's very cool. So, uh, yeah, I think that's everything. Yeah. I think so. It always feels like I'm forgetting. I know. That's, we just don't want to say goodbye. We just it's wanna... exactly <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, thanks for. Uh, for spending your evening with our space adventures. Uh, we'll see you, uh, hopefully, for Ramblemancy. But if not, we'll see you the next time you decide to come roll with us. Good night, everybody. Good night and good zone. Good night. <laughs>